0: People in recovery, helping people find recovery.
1: The show today is pre recorded. The show today is pre recorded.
0: The British are coming! Quick, put up your gun free zone sign and run to your safe space, said no founding father ever. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Good evening. We've outlawed all thoughts other than what we're about to tell you. Joe Biden is now sworn in as the 46th president of the United States of America. We at the mainstream media finally have one of our own back in office. Our system is working well again and over the next four years you'll probably think we're a lot less vicious than we used to be that's because we will be but remember deep inside we're still who we've always been got it hi I'm living in the world's largest prison it's called California (laughs) it's no seriously it's been kind of getting a bad rap lately but I assure you it's never been better living in California the freedom suppressing theme that's strong in california is so fashionable right now the communists like lockdowns wear a mask everywhere you go stay off the beach orders they basically have a put yourself in the body bag now order so progressive i understand why california has such a large prison population people are trying to get in just to have a little freedom but I wouldn't want that, because freedom's dangerous based on what my North Korean Cali propaganda has told me to think.
1: Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly show. We're off to a rock and start today because we're going to have a lot of educating going on, and this is exactly what we need right now. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hello. Hi. See? Don't we sound chipper? Anyway, um, and this is why, this is why. I want to remind everybody, with, uh, with great education, um, we can do great things in this country because we are the only civilization uh, in the history of the world to have a constitution uh, while uh, trying to, in place, while trying to fight our oppression. Are the oppressors the uh, dictator Biden? Um, how many executive orders has he signed, and it hasn't even been a week Thirty-seven. Whew! Thirty-seven. Okay, now, the first comment is going to be, but I know I'm a leftist, and he is just trying to undo the damage that I've been told he did, and so he's reversing. Okay? So here's the answer to that. How many are reversals, if you want to go down that road? Yeah,
2: of the 37, uh-huh. only 12 are reversals of Trump policies
1: he has more executive orders under his belt in honestly really 5 days of being really in office than
2: who well through the obama, through january bush. trump signed 7 obama 9 george bush 4 and bill clinton only signed 2 through the month of january of the first year of their presidency so he's only beat them by over 25 oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: It, this, it, it's so horrific. And many are aimed at oil and gas. He is removing people from their jobs. He is creating yep. a, 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 a more horrible economy. Um, he wants to make the ban on oil and gas drilling on federal property permanent. Um, he is just signing away. He has no executive power to legislate. But his Congress will back him every step of the way because the majority rule under, uh, under Pelosi, okay, it, it's insane that no one will stop him. 37 executive orders in really five days.
2: And the wording of them, if you read them, the wording of them is legislation. It is. It's not anything. You know, an executive order by the president is supposed to be something to do with the executive branch. Like, I'll tell you, one that's Mm -hmm. legitimate. Mm -hmm. To say all federal employees must wear a mask. Yeah. That's legitimate. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: He can do that. Mm -hmm. But he can't add everybody else in the country to it.
3: Mm Yeah. Yeah.
1: We have over 40 million people that work for the government in America. I just want to remind everybody all the way down to cities. Um, Okay. Uh, The order will likely be accompanied by a directive ordering the government to conserve 30% of all federal land and water over the next decade. This is legislation. Yeah. That's why we're saying. And another uh, designating uh, uh, climate change as a national security issue. Okay. Now. This show is so dedicated to education today because we need to, if we can educate so many more Americans in what's being done, then it explains why it's being done and we can go back to the roots. So we're going to do that today. I'm even going to roll some tape from Chris Ann Hall on the 1871 that seems to be occupying a lot of people's time out there that shouldn't be. Um, because, well, there's so many reasons why. (laughs) Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, okay. Back, uh, in the 1950s, um, our cities were entrapped, you know, in some pollution left by, uh, crude internal combustion engines, right? And, and poorly defined gasoline that powered cars and trucks. And if you remember, they went, they went on, instead of just having companies sort of change things a little bit they went on this whole crusade we had the Ind- crying Indian we had all kinds of stuff going on and so what I want to describe to you is kind of what happened uh, along the way um, because they turned it into the movement, the hill to die on, because this was really going to be in the direction of supporting and empowering the UN as a world government. Okay? There was a scientist named Roger Ravel. He had Al Gore in his class at Harvard, and the global warming campaign was born at that point in government because Ravel tried to calm things down a few years later, but Gore said Ravel was senile and refused to debate him. Well, John Coleman documented the entire story and then showed how our tax. Dollars are perpetuating global warming alarmist. Remember how they changed it to global mm-hmm. you know, climate change because climate. it was warming and then cooling and then warming yeah, every decade, mm-hmm. right? In a so, cycle. Yes. Ravel was the director of Scripps in La Hala, uh, California, and then obtained major funding from the Navy to do measurements and research on the ocean uh, where the U.S. military was conducting post-war atomic bomb tests. He hired Hans Seuss. Now, Hans, sorry, Hans Seuss was a German scientist, German Nazi scientist that we took from World War II, and um, he was working on nuclear science, and in 1957, he published a paper labeling carbon dioxide as greenhouse gas. Okay, this Nazi scientist published a paper, 1957, about carbon dioxide as a greenhouse gas while serving as the director of Scripps. Ravel and one of his researchers wrote the first modern scientific paper that linked carbon dioxide released into the air from the burning of fossil fuels and the greenhouse effect and the warming of temperatures. And this is what triggered that avalanche, the avalanche of research that eventually became the start of the United Nations intergovernmental panel on climate change. And the entire global warming movement was then politicized by government. The interesting thing about this Nazi scientist, Hans Seuss, is that, yes, he studied carbon dioxide coming from burning fuels. But what he actually concluded, that the oceans were absorbing most of it, and it wasn't a threat. Let me say that again. The original paper that is one of the foundations of the climate change gobbledygook came from a Nazi scientist that we brought over to America. Okay, that basically said that in the paper that the ocean was absorbing the carbon dioxide from burning fuels. But you're not you're not hearing that right now, are you?
2: You know, the chemistry of the ocean Mm -hmm. was created to do that. Yes. I had a big, I had a large Mm -hmm. saltwater aquarium. Mm -hmm. I had to add carbon dioxide to it. I had to have a tank that actually bled carbon dioxide (laughs) to keep the environment in the tank proper. That's interesting. It was designed, was created by God Mm -hmm. to do that.
1: Right. Now, Seuss actually said that this was a theory And that there was more to even learn about it at the time. But Ravel, okay, so he publishes this in 1957. Ravel and Seuss's paper was all about projections. Sound familiar? That's all we ever have is projections, Mm -hmm. right? Dire projections. Because they didn't have any scientific facts to work from at the time. So the United Nations at the time had their projections, of course, because this would move power to them. They knew that Clear back then, this is, why they, this, this, this is why it was their hill to die on, on how the population in high numbers would affect carbon dioxide. So Ravel, the director of Scripps, split the projection numbers to compromise between his numbers and the UN numbers. <laughs>
2: That's science.
1: <laughs> well, he's a giver. <laughs> he's a giver. And so, so none of his calculations were based on anything factual. And there was, there was just a guess that the population increase and increase in cars and gases would result, it was a guess, in a small percentage of warming, okay? A percentage that can't even hardly be calculated. But in the paper, they wrote that this was a projection of what they thought would happen in change of several percentage points of warming per decade. So if any change occurred at all, they couldn't have been certain, they weren't certain, and they knew they weren't certain. And in the same issue of the TELUS, T-E-L-L-U-S, other scientists referred to the Seuss effect, that scientist's name, Seuss effect, and did not come out with the same projections. They failed to explain how the trace gas, only a tiny fraction of the atmosphere, could have any, any significant impact on temperatures. Okay? So back in the 50s when this was going on, people were noticing, you know, pollution. They, they, with their eyes, they're, they're oh, that's, that's pollution, that's pollution, okay? So the government... Heard this, right? And then they set all these started to set environmental standards. Okay. Now, the science started getting used all over the world from that one published paper in 1957. And this is what started the frenzy. Ravel campaigned for chancellor to UC San Diego, California University, and lost. And he was so disappointed he switched his focus from oceanography to public policy. He packed up, went to Harvard in 1967 to study population. Now, listen up. The only science class Al Gore ever took was Ravel's science class at Harvard in the late 60s. Okay? He bought it hook, line, and sinker, even though, well, in his first Senate run, he claimed global warming. This is what actually got him elected. Money started flowing to global warming groups and research groups. There was definitely somebody behind him. The guy is such a puppeteer. I mean, he's a puppet, okay, to the puppeteers. So they used him. to to basically start this revolution of global warming campaign um, that started from that one published paper. Maurice Strong jumped in and in 1974 got a panel into the UN to support his science. And back in the 60s, the global warming research came to the attention of Canadian-born, United Nations bureaucrat, Maurice Strong. And he was looking for all these uh, issues he could use to fulfill his dream of a one-world government. Strong organized Earth Day. <laughs> um, at the Stockholm, Sweden event in 1970, do you guys remember the guy over here? Remember? Okay, we'll we'll talk about this when I come back. People need to know this history. Be right back on the Kate Daly show.
4: Hi, this is John with Copiers for Sale of Vintage Copies service Copiers, plotters, and more. Our unique business model allows us to offer 30 to 50 percent savings on your copier lease or purchase. Owning copy stores for almost three decades has taught us distinctive purchasing strategies. With our experience, we will reduce your equipment costs and give you better service. Call me now at 435 862 6000 for a free bid. That's 435
5: 862 6000. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum from Plum Dental. You know, one of the convenient things about wearing a mask is it hides missing or broken teeth or other dental issues that you might be struggling with. Now that restrictions and mandates are being eased, we can help you take off the mask and proudly show off your smile. Our well-trained team and modern facility can meet any need and ensure that your treatment is comfortable and effective. It's why we've been voted best in Southern Utah. Visit PlumDental.com to learn more about our new patient and seasonal specials and schedule your visit today.
6: Share the rain. Raindance Dry Cleaners offers free pickup and delivery on your laundry and dry cleaning. New customers receive $10 in free dry cleaning, and when you share the rain with your friends and family, you'll get another $10 in free dry cleaning. Raindance services vacation rentals, Airbnb, commercial, household, while making you and your environment eco friendly and always looking your best. Download our app today. Share the rain with Raindance Dry Cleaners.
7: It's great. We can make it run faster.
8: Your car sounds good. We can make it sound better.
2: Your car looks good. We can make it look better.
1: Visit Bose Auto Parts in Cedar City or their new store in St. George on the corner of Sunset and Dixie Drive.
3: There's frustrating and there's insurance company frustrating. Constant phone calls, piles of paperwork. The insurance company knows what it takes to push you to the edge. As Siegfried & Jensen, we won't let you fall. After you're hurt, never go it alone. We can help you right now at our St. George office located on Red Hills Parkway. Call Siegfried & Jensen today at 435-222-2222. Or to find out more, visit us at
9: SiegfriedAndJensen.com.
8: Attention homeowners, has your heating and AC system struggled and you've wondered when is the best time to upgrade that old system? Now is a great time during the milder season when you're probably not using your system as much. And the guys at Air Care Professionals have more time available. Plus, great specials get up to $1,500 off a new system and 0% equipment financing options up to 60 months OAC. Air Care Professionals and Bryant are doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Call Air Care Professionals today, 628-2423 or online at
10: aircarepros.com. Voted best of southern utah gentlemen listen closely are you having trouble with intimacy in your relationship well it's not your fault scientific evidence supports the fact that erectile dysfunction can be caused by plaque or damaged blood vessels the good news is that we can help at prolong medical center in st george we treat this underlying condition with advanced acoustics waves to help restore natural and long-lasting results This non-invasive procedure is safe and effective, and in just a few sessions, you'll feel the healing effects. Don't just take our word for it. Acoustic Wave Therapy is making news in articles and studies around the world. At Prolong Medical Center, you'll receive a custom treatment plan designed to promote healthy blood flow, and over the course of six sessions, you can experience unprecedented long-term results that significantly improve the quality of your life. This is an effective treatment plan, and our homework assignments will be fun. Schedule your free consultation today. Call Prolong Medical Center at 435-375-5000. That's 435-375-5000. Together, we'll make a difference in your life.
11: My kitchen, my gorgeous kitchen with the sunlight pouring in. I love my kitchen.
10: That kitchen is a Visionary Homes
12: kitchen.
11: And I get so many compliments on it. We love your kitchen. It's light. It's beautiful. The choices I made and that they helped me make made the difference.
12: The Visionary Homes state-of-the-art design studio in St. George gives life to your dreams. If you can see it, they can build it.
11: They were so helpful. No matter who we talked to, it was perfect.
12: Visionary Homes specializes in quality with a Over 20 designs from which to choose. Townhomes and condos, the Ramblers and Two Story. And the Visionary team is dedicated to weekly construction updates and on-time completion.
11: And if you have a comfortable relationship with that builder and his team, you're going to get what you want. Visionary Homes was that and so much more.
12: Building your home with you in mind. This is Visionary Homes. Visit the Design Center on Silicon Drive in St. George or explore the possibilities at VisionaryHomes.com. Visionary Homes, built for living, built for you.
1: The show today is pre-recorded. The show today is pre-recorded.
12: Call 888-673-1450.
8: This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: was the 1970s keep america beautiful um indian crying uh that uh, was really there to propagandize to america that all we were doing was just crapping all over this country and polluting it and didn't care about it and so therefore they had to rush in with the um really un directed um monstrosity that we now call climate change in which joe biden took as his first a lot of his executive orders now are geared toward climate change. This is their hill to die on. Does everybody remember Obama in one of his last State of the Union address? I'll never forget it. Sitting there telling, threatening Americans that they had better just believe in it. Yep. I'll never forget it because I remember going, I'm sorry, we have to just believe in it? Like the tooth fairy? Okay. And he basically was threatening all of us. Over the pulpit, I mean, it was just amazing to me that to he got away with that. But of course, the press provides cover. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. There was a, a piece not long ago that talked about, oh gosh, what would we have done without this? Because you know, those those the, this is this was one of the statements they made to counter and slow down the effort to address climate change. The fossil fuel industry began its long and powerful strateg- strategy of climate denial and obstructionism. Even though they knew the science I'm sorry, listen to that sentence. Even though they knew the science, no. Even because what what really should have been written was because they didn't believe in junk science that stemmed from that nineteen fifty-seven article by the Nazi scientist, I should say Germans they call them German scientists, whatever. They said this article went on to say they also realized that attempts to control emissions could seriously damage their bottom lines. Um, so in 1998 is the first global attempt to rein in climate pollution. That's not true. In, in the 70s, I've run pieces introing into the show where they were trying to tell everybody that they were going to be a freaking popsicle by, uh, 1979. Mm -hmm. Okay. They were, they were ramming this down our throats then. And, uh, in 1998, they called it the victory memo. Why do you think they called it a victory memo? Because it said victory will be achieved when the, those promoting the uh, Coyota Tr- Treaty on the basis of extant science appear to be out of touch with reality. You're out of touch with reality if you know that all of this was based on a foundation of garbage. Garbage science.
2: So much of what has been written mm-hmm. over the last fifty years right. supports this lie. Too. I know. Here's an example: this one in this one book, this author says the Earth did cool somewhat between the years 1940 and 1970 it's mm-hmm. due to a post-war boom in right. aerosol pollutants. What aerosol pollutants? That's what caused. Them. They reflected the sunlight away from the planet.
1: Hold that. <laughs> That's <hairspray>. absolute
2: nonsense.
1: <laughs> okay, so 1970. Let's pick up where we left off. 1970. Maurice Strong, who served as the, you got it, undersecretary of the, uh, undersecretary general of the United Nations from Canada. Okay, and his. By the way, the Earth Day in 1970 co-founder was the one who stuck, who murdered his girlfriend and stuck her in the closet. These two are gems. (laughs) Anyway, Strong developed this concept that the U.N. could demand payments from the advanced nations for climate change, from all the burning of fossil fuels, to benefit the underdeveloped nations. Now, Now, you tell me, are we in danger or are they funding third world countries?
2: Yeah, it okay. sounds, sounds pretty right? straightforward.
1: <laughs> it sounds a sort of CO2 tax that would be the funding for his one world government since he was undersecretary general yeah. of the U.N. Anyway, so he needed more scientific evidence to support his primary thesis. So he, Maurice Strong, championed the establishment of the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change called the UNIPCC. This was not a pure climate study scientific organization. Okay, this is why a lot of people out there, the majority of the country, are going. This is junk. Even President Trump pointed this out that it's junk. Okay, so so it it was an organization. This UN IPCC. It was an organization of one-world government, UN bureaucrats, environmental activists, and environmental scientists that get grant money from the government which is us, who craved UN funding so they could produce the science they needed to stop the burning of fossil fuels. Now, let me back that up. They knew they didn't have the evidence, so they went back and created it out of thin air to back themselves. Okay? They started a movement knowing that the foundation was not there. They went back and had to create with environmental activists, had to actually create something that shored them up. It was all a creation. It was all theater.
2: And they used a pretty standard method. Repeat a lie often enough (laughs) and it becomes the truth.
1: Yes. So the Sierra Club jumped in. All the clubs jumped in. They knew that more and more money was going to flow into global warming at the time. And scientists stake their reputations on it. And it was funded by our tax dollars. And Al Gore did an Inconvenient Truth in 2007 and won an Oscar for Best Documentary. He got the Nobel Peace Prize that was all based on junk. All based on something they had to create. Because their, their movement didn't stem from something naturally occurring. So they had to create it. So he got the Nobel Peace Prize, and this effort brought Gore $100 million and his partnership at Klein-Perkins in the last decade. And a half of a a billion dollars funneled through, a billion dollars funneled through for the case at Klein-Perkins. Contracts made this money, and Al Gore is a partner. See, he didn't really mind that he didn't get the presidency in 2000. In 1990, President Bush awarded him the National Medal of Science, and Ravel publicly admitted upon receiving it, That he was not an educated scientist. The teacher that taught Al Gore, the one class, who based his knowledge on the 1957 paper that was actually a theory. Okay? So, this became the mainstay in public school education that's never gone away. And it's shown to kids over and over again. It's still being shown to kids. It is still being shown to kids. And that said, we were all going to burn and die and become fried eggs on the sidewalk in 2013. Ravel lost interest in his population studies at Harvard, came back to San Diego as a professor, and he wrote papers saying not to get alarmed by global warming. This was Al Gore's teacher. That Al Gore refused to bring on talk shows with him, refused to debate him, ref- absolutely called him senile. Okay? Climate is variable year to year, and we do not understand them, and and we should wait 10 to 20 years to gather science. This is what Ravel was saying, and so the media shunned Ravel at this point and called him a senile old bat. The man that had started it saying global warming science was not substantiated uh, due to greenhouse gas, carbon dioxide. Um, So... Al Gore, how did he react? He said Ravel was senile, not in his right mind, and he passed away of a heart attack in 1991. And after he died, his family tried to gain recognition for him when he was declared as the father of global warming under the first bush. His retraction as the co-authored by Dr. Singer, Dr. Singer became the scapegoat by Ravel's family. Singer said, Ravel said, everyone needs more time to evaluate science. And Ravel said in 1990, there was no warming, no warming whatsoever. Just died of a heart attack. And he said he was regretful over his first published paper and said Congress and government were getting way too excited about it. And in 1990, uh, 1988, Roger Revelle was having major second thoughts about whether carbon dioxide was a significant greenhouse gas. He wrote letters to two congressmen about it. And in 1991, he co-authored a report for the new science uh, a, a magazine Cosmos in which he expect, expressed strong doubts about global warming and urged more research before any action was ever taken. And so people said or manipulated Ravel into his thinking. Ravel said it was untrue. He said that he was very sharp to the very end and you could not change his mind. Ravel wrote all these letters to Senate, uh, to Senate members, a congressman, stating over and over again in 1990 there was no proof of warming at all and he suddenly dies of a heart attack the next year. I'm not going to say anything, but it's a little weird um, because he wasn't dying or, you know, I mean, he was older, but anyway. Ravel was a uh, liberal Democrat. <laughs> Singer was a conservative, but they agreed on the fact that there was no science to support this. And nine thousand PhDs at the and at the time uh, signed a, a petition that there is no human caused global warming. Scripps gave Al Gore uh, the Roger Revelle Award. I know. Let me say that again. Scripps in San Diego gave Al Gore. The Roger Ravel Award for his work in global warming when Revelle went out for years and said it's absolutely not true, which is very ironic. And then after Ravel's it was after Ravel's death, of course, and he only took that one class from him. Okay. And in the 60s, Ravel ran scripts. Is that not the most, for irony, I don't, anyway. Um, so now we have so many billions of dollars, it's really hard to count anymore on the crooked science. All of the global warming um, garbage uh, came from the 60s and 70s when Walter Cronkite announced we were going into an ice age. And the the global uh, cooling scare started in 1958 and the warming scare in 1980 because we obviously didn't freeze in 79. They didn't know where to go with it. So they said that they had miscalculated and that we were actually heating up. Pretty big miscalculation, don't you think? Going from we're going to become ice cubes to we're going to be burnt on the sidewalk.
2: Yeah, but but there was those two historic blizzards in 1978 <laughs> you know, that convinced everybody it oh, was true. Oh
1: gosh, um, yeah. So I, I just <laughs> it, this is this history is unknown. This history is not discussed in any classes in public school. This history is something that you need to share. I want you to share. I'm going I'm going to make sure that this is a podcast of these two segments so you can share this information. I wish more people understood this.
2: More children need to understand that <gasps> Yes. It. Because they're not taught any of this. Mm-hmm. They're only taught that, yes. that, that we say now that there's a climate problem that that's going to kill us all if we don't do something and about it. And if you it. don't
1: agree, you're irresponsible yeah. and a hateful American. And you better, be, be, like Obama said, you better believe it or or else. Yep. But children
2: are amazingly mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. If you show a child, look, they've been saying this every 10 years for the last 75 years. Mm -hmm. they'll put it together every 10
1: years we're going to die at the end of the decade
2: they'll put it together
1: 50 60 years of this you guys i don't know if we have to go five more decades to finally see how ridiculous it is that every decade we're told we're going to die at the end of the decade why because it's enough time to do the sweeping taxation and changes without people going, well, that's 20 years away, right? If they set it at 20 years, people go, oh, that's 20 years. Who, I mean, uh, but 10 years is enough where they go, oh, we're going to all die. So
2: You know, once they actually get a mm-hmm. global uh, carbon tax, mm-hmm. you'll never hear another word about global warming yep. and climate change.
1: Ken Lay of Enron, by the way, and Al Gore met up uh, to cook up the global warming scheme. I actually have it on tape. actually have it on tape. It's pretty amazing. Um, yes. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, Ross Perot tried to debate Al Gore on this and say, stop giving us propaganda. Stop giving us propaganda. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that the demonization of Ross Perot. They had to demonize that guy nice. to the hilt because this was their hill to die on. And it is right now.
13: Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. of nature changing the world one life at a time.
9: It's a, an awesome product. I've got my uncle on it, my mom on it. I've got four or five of my best friends from high school on it. They all have their own little story to tell about this product. So kudos. It's just an amazing product.
3: I'm a food delivery driver. I drive semis and I unload up to a thousand cases of food by hand every day. And with this, this is on for me. It has been my attention spam, my energy, and my focus. I can just feel it in my body.
13: At Balance of Nature, customer success is our success. Let's hear from some of our employees.
8: I love the fact that I can come to my job every day and help our customers achieve the health goals that they want to attain. Every time I hear a success story, it brings a smile to my face and automatically improves my mood. Customer success is our success. And that just makes me very happy when I hear that they are succeeding on their health goals.
13: Come and grow with us. Apply today by going to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers.
4: Hi, this is John with Copiers for Sale, a division of Steamroller Copies. Did you know that we sell and service copiers, plotters, and more? Our unique business model allows us to offer 30 to 50% savings on your copier lease or purchase. Owning copy stores for almost three decades has taught us distinctive purchasing strategies. With our experience, we will reduce your equipment costs and give you better service. Call me now at 435 862 for a free bid. That's 435-862-6000. copies!
3: This is James over at Garage Doors Only. Did you know that replacing your garage door gives you the most bang for your buck when you're remodeling? Here at Garage Doors Only, we can assist you in picking out a perfectly matched garage door for your home. Do you have an HOA? No problem. Is your house over 10 years old? Not a problem. Come visit our showroom at 689 North Bluff and I will personally help you pick out the best looking energy efficient door for your needs. We team with LiftMaster and Clopay to bring you the best warranties in the business. Schedule your appointment today at 435-868-1200.
14: Are you worried about your parents' finances in retirement? Heritage Reverse Mortgage is changing lives with the new Heckam Reverse Mortgage. Guidelines have changed dramatically in recent years, and reverse mortgages have become one of the best financial planning tools available. If you know someone that needs help to live better in retirement, we have the solution. Call now for a free informational DVD, 435-359-9000, or visit heritagereversemortgage.com. NMLS number 1497455. Not all borrowers will qualify.
15: Lionsgate has...
14: Given me my
5: family back. A whole new outlook on life. Gave me a little bit of self-worth. Showing me how to be
7: comfortable in my own skin.
15: Been one of the biggest blessings in my life.
7: So many gifts.
15: The most important thing I learned in treatment was acceptance.
7: Honesty.
9: I feel true joy.
15: Happiness. I get to live a life that I'm proud of.
9: My favorite thing about Lionsgate is to to get to know my true authentic self. We are people
7: in recovery, helping people find recovery. We're having a tent sale. That's right. This
8: Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 10 to 3, Wilkinson's House of Lighting is having their inaugural tent sale event. Come find some jewelry for your new or existing home. We'll have items in every category, including ceiling fans, chandeliers, bath vanities, and exterior lighting. We have thousands of dollars of relevant product to blow out of here. Discounts will start at 50% off, many items even lower. Come find Unbelievable Deals this Friday and Saturday. Free Zeppi's Italian Ice from noon to 2.30 on Saturday. Our treat. 88 East 1160 South. This is Quinn Olga. This is Connor Akin from Tango
16: Express Car Wash. Connor, do you remember when I was growing up across the street from your grandma's house? Yeah, every time I went over there, I tried to ignore you, but something about you was so persistent. And who would have thought that years later, we'd be best friends and business partners? We always wanted to give back to this community that has supported us. It has been a dream come true to stay in this community and watch it grow. That's right, Quinn, and have opportunities to provide jobs, help others, and keep Southern Utah a great place. Thank you, Southern Utah, for five years of support. Tango, Tango Express Car Wash. Car Wash. Keep, keep it clean, keep it local. local go unlimited
8: if you have digestive problems like acid reflux it can be embarrassing painful and even in some cases life-threatening that's why it's always best to seek help from the experienced people at utah gastroenterology you'll be seen by a board certified gastroenterologist the doctors have the knowledge and skill set to take away the symptoms of acid reflux and other digestive problems Utah Gastroenterology has a compassionate staff. Their team has helped numerous people with personalized solutions for their digestive problems. And they can help you too. When you need complete help with your GI problems, make sure you make an appointment with Utah Gastroenterology. They'll help you safeguard your most priceless possession, your health. Call Utah Gastroenterology for an appointment at 435-673-1149. They're located on Riverside Drive in St. George. Or visit them on the web, utahgastro.com.
1: The show today is prerecorded. The show today
12: is prerecorded. Talk lines are open now.
8: Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: Show. Oh, you know we have fun with the bumpers. Um, welcome back. We're all just trying to stay alive. <laughs> Look around you. Um, nobody's peeling off. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to welcome you back to the show. You're listening to the Kate Daly Show. i got two great guests with me, and uh, so happy that they're speaking out. I really am. I also want to make sure that if you are if you have a property that you want to be managed, the best place I know um, is Caldwell Banker Property Management. Uh, the guys over there are just so good, very good at what they do. They'll take care of you. They'll take the stress out. They'll do all the hard stuff for you. The contracts, the renters, the I mean, you name it, they'll do it and it kind of frees up your time to just enjoy the investment property. Isn't that nice? You just get to enjoy it. Uh, Caldwell Banker, a property management, uh, incredible people over there doing a fantastic job. I always hear such high marks uh, given to this uh, group of people and so you can trust them and they're great. I I know these guys and and they're just awesome at what they do. Give them your business. I love local businesses and like we've done all year letting local businesses call in and and talk and and, uh, those that stayed open all year I salute you I'm an entrepreneur at heart and I'm telling you um, we stand with you and we uh, were so grateful to, to those that, that stayed open and that said we don't care if you wear a mask or not because we believe in freedom more I really, it makes me want to cry I really appreciate uh, you and uh, the, the stands that you have taken as businesses means a lot to this community um, I have Dr. Mason with me orthopedic surgeon so glad you're speaking out
17: Thank you. Thank no, you. No, I really no. am.
1: I appreciate it. I also have Tracy Henderson practicing attorney, Dr. Mason.
17: You know what? Uh, I have uh, I've just thought that trying to get a get some change made here mm-hmm. is um, is akin to being on a cruise ship and trying to flip a yui. It's <laughs> it's very very algebra. difficult to do. Oh, and I the, love that analogy. Go ahead, and and the reason is everyone's looking up. Uh You're people right. in organized medicine are looking up and they're afraid to, to speak out and in government people are looking up the chain and and the governor is looking up yeah and people are afraid to say anything that doesn't fit with the with the, with the dogma else, yeah. that's being pronounced out there by mm-hmm, the powers mm-hmm. that be mm-hmm. and and i think that's why Change is very difficult to to bring about because people are just afraid. And that is a very, very sad thing, that people are afraid to really speak out and say what's on their mind or speak the truth.
1: As a doctor, have you been surprised that the health department has kind of taken this lead and this overkill response? I don't want to put words in your mouth. To me, the overkill response, has, has this been... Have you ever seen that before
17: yes okay yes okay. They, uh, big medicine for example is very very political they're very political and they have to be for from a dollars and cents standpoint mm. and um uh and the government gov- government <laughs> all, obviously once they are given power and as they were here uh, mm. in an emergency situation, they are very loath to relinquish it. And uh, that's another reason we're having trouble uh, changing the ship's course is that people in government are loath to give up the power that they now have. And it will take it will take some doing. It'll take some hard work to uh, to wrench that power back out of their hands.
1: What would you tell people from a medical standpoint to do, to, to take a stand um, and, and, and try to flip this, Huey, a little bit?
17: Well, look at, yeah, I mean, you just look at the facts. Uh, I mean, don't, when you, when you hear what pronouncements, uh, you know, from, from big government, uh, even from big medicine, from the health department, from the governor, from, you know, think about it logically. Mm-hmm. Don't, just, don't just take it at face value think about what they are saying does it make sense you know we told our grandkids if somebody if somebody uh, sees them without a mask um, and says, "Oh, you got to have a mask on." We, we we have them say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I have CS. I'm I I can't I can't wear a mask." <laughs> and you know what CS is? Common it's, it's common sense. And <laughs> nine that. times out of ten, people will say, "Oh, well, that's fine. You don't have to um, to wear a mask." Oh they gosh. will speak up. Uh, you know, it. kids will speak up. But uh, what we have to do, just in the trenches, we've got to mm-hmm. stand up as groups. Just like Parents United is doing. And uh, in big groups and small groups, we've got to stand up and say, that doesn't make sense. Right. There, There is no common sense there. And if there is no common sense there, mm-hmm. then we should speak up and say it.
1: Right. And the school district meeting for all of you to go and show your faces. I'm going to try to get there. It's right when the program ends, but I'm going to try and get there, too, is on Monday at 515. Um, and uh, please show up and let the school board see you. Um, I know during covid they were uh, censoring everybody out of the meetings and just conducting their own. But they need to see the people. That, that are that are, like you said, we don't agree with this. It doesn't make sense. What are you doing? Why are you doing this and and call them on it? They, I think they really need to be called on it. Tracy, did you want to
18: comment? Yeah, you know what I would say to the medical community, Kate and mm-hmm. Dr. Mason, I would say follow your Hippocratic oath. You know I, I'm hearing stories of of doctors who have seen these children since they were born. Saying, I'm sorry, I can't sign a mask exemption form without even seeing them. To me, that's a violation of their Hippocratic oath. You're right. You're right.
15: I, I can't even argue And with the
18: that. answer, yeah, and the case, the answer, and I'm a lawyer and I, I swore an oath and I take it very seriously. I swore to the Constitution. And, you know, I can tell you that the school boards and the principals that are listening to your now, the superintendent, the answer is very simple. It's in the health order, 2021-2. You may require a doctor's note, but you don't have to. You can let the parent sign the form. That's the answer. You're, so, and you're falling back on the state mm-hmm. mandated health order. What got That's me? Out. What it,
1: got me is when they convened a committee. <laughs> Of three or four of them, with nobody medical on it whatsoever, and the parents had to come before the before the Inquisition, I called it, and they had to uh, to sort of get bullied by this group into defending themselves for the mask exemption. And I and at the time I thought that was blowing my mind that they decided to do this. Now, what gives them the power to form a committee that is based on the Inquisition? The the you have to go before them to ask, Mother, may I? Um, to get their extra, extra, extra approval, these kinds of things that they do themselves in what they call policy, who dictates that that's okay? Who makes that something that we all now have to abide by? I don't understand that. How they can do that well, legally?
18: Y- yeah, they. You know, they honestly they can't. Again, they're, they're violating the constitution. But you get. Canyon School District is my school district, and I spoke mm-hmm. to the president of the board, and they and the superintendent, obviously, and they're very proud that they got the schools open. Um, but what they did was they horse traded our kids, right? right and right. And they're they're choosing to simply ignore the fundamental liberties of a parent. It's it's talking points. It's propaganda. It's I'm afraid to lose my job. You know, stop. Stop. Just stop. You know? We're right. damaging our kids. Open your eyes and see what's happening to our children's mental and physical health. Yeah, it's, they because, can't really, change. Because everybody, violating the Constitution. everybody
1: that sells out for their job has to go to bed at night and know that they're harming kids. And know that we're harming Amen. people in they the long men. run. Right? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't want that trade-off, personally. I, I don't think I could handle
18: it. Um, but well, other... and I have to refrain from saying that. How do you sleep at night, right? Because right. we you know, we're having an honest, frank conversation here. But we, at Utah Parents United, give are giving you a very simple solution to let the parents choose, right? Right. But I agree with you. I don't know how they sleep at night, Kate. I don't, I don't either.
17: But did you want to? Comment well, that, on I, this? the thing you hear most often is, "Well, what does it hurt? Oh, it can't gosh. hurt anything for these kids to wear oh. masks." Mm. And 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 you go, know, "Well." Dr Fauci didn't think that Stanford said he didn't he didn't <laughs> yeah, show that exactly. and it doesn't make sense no. and now the Utah health department has recently pronounced that covid is not they say uh, uh, equal uh, as a as a danger to kids to the flu Right. We have four flu deaths in the, in the pediatric group since October in the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. And we have one total death in the pediatric gr- uh, uh, group mm-hmm. in the state of Utah since the pandemic began. And so they say, it's not really COVID that's a problem with these kids. It's the flu. Yeah. Now, what follows from that? You know, you just, you just look ahead. And there have already been talking heads, people saying, maybe we should have the kids wear masks during flu season. Mm. In the future, mm-hmm. you know, and how mm-hmm. long is that? Very Three good. or four, or five months can be, and and what's going to? What, when we never have to what, do that. Yeah, like... we've never done that. We've never masked our school no. kids for flu, and yet that's the, that's the biggest problem for kids right now, and yet we're masking them for mm-hmm. something that is not an equal problem. You're right. Which is COVID. So You're right, COVID-19, It which... it's just you, you look at it once again, and you say, common <laughs> sense would tell me right. that we should not be masking them for something that even the health department says is not the problem
1: yes and and they're all leaning on each other they lean the school board leans on the on the government the government leans on the health order the health order leans on the cdc and the cdc goes what we didn't say that
17: and yeah there's but no everybody's county. everybody's looking up and saying dare i dare i contradict yeah my superiors right. in medicine right. dare I contradict my superiors in government in in education mm-hmm. et, cetera, et cetera. and most people are looking at it and saying uh, job security to me is pretty important right
1: and, and uh, passing and the buck.
17: I could be in I could be in danger of losing my job if I were to speak out That's and, just, and it's, it's a- absolutely true and that is is a
1: tragedy. Yes. And right now the excuse well, Kate, for the school district a,
18: Sorry, there's a uh, a woman here in one of the districts on the north mm-hmm. that is willing to lose her job wow. to fight for this. Nice. So, you know, we need to give a shout out to all the parents and people that are are fighting right. this fight. So right. yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I so appreciate that they'll do that. Um, you know, the big excuse right now that the school district gave here was that the teachers will walk out because they'll feel unsafe. Have you met Washington County, Washington County School Board? Because Washington County um, is not necessarily wearing the mask every five seconds. They're not running in fear. And I know many teachers who are just incensed that they're that they're forced to wear them and that they're forcing the kids to wear them. And so I th- I find that smoke and mirrors, sorry, uh, that excuse Excuses is, is very lame. Kane County, did all the teachers walk out? Iron County, are all the teachers walking out? Of course not. Um, and so that was the big excuse given by the Washington County School Board, and I thought it was pretty pathetic to tell you the truth. Um, but this is what we're dealing with right now. And had they done all of this, let's say COVID never came along, but they enforced all of this just because of the flu. Parents would have been outraged. It would have ended as, as would have soon ended as within, it started. Within
17: days. Yes. Yeah. It w- <sighs>
1: it's and amazing
17: and here me. we are. Yes, here we are. Here we are. A year later.
1: Uh, masking still, up. Still,
17: still masking up, and I'm. I really am afraid that there there's going to be a strong push mm-hmm. to mask kids during flu season in the future.
1: Yes, I think
17: I think that that is. You're right. It sounds. Crazy, no, but it doesn't. I, I think it could happen. It
1: doesn't, because they've already, in the trillion dollars, uh, trillions upon trillions that they've passed, of course, and, and looted from the American people um, and printed the money, they actually made uh, the you know the, the funds available, courtesy you and I, for uh, federal employees to be able to now take off work if their kids are not allowed to go to school in the future. So that means we are anticipating more of this nonsense, and it will keep on going until the American people have finally had enough and said no. Stand up. The politicians aren't going yeah. to do it, so yeah. we have to we have to take yeah. a stand as parents and and show up in force to say we're not going to put up with this anymore. Right? Yeah, it's, the only it's way to not do going
17: it. to happen spontaneously. No, it's it, it's going to take some work.
1: Yes, and we cannot count on those in government to do the job. They haven't all year, and uh, they didn't even do anything about the election fraud. So we are we're sunk unless the American people take a stand. Did you want some final uh, thirty seconds here, and then I'll give a final thirty to Dr. Mason.
18: I just want to say that's exactly right. It's it's not going to change. We do have a lot of legislators across the state who are supporting us,
15: Mm -hmm. but
18: we need parents to join us. UtahParentsUnited.org. Join your local mobilized group. You'll be like Harmony, mm-hmm. who came on your show, yes. fighting for the rights love of everybody in the state. And and we're here for you.
1: She's great. Thank you, Tracy. Thank
18: you, Kate. Thanks for, for the having work us.
1: You're doing. And Dr. Mason,
17: I I would just come back to to the the thing that I've said over and over, and that is, if if it doesn't make sense, then stand up and say so. And if 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 it does make sense, then stand up and say that as well. But use your own common sense.
1: I agree. The Oscars uh, said that the stars, the celebrities, had to be masked up um, during the breaks. But when the cameras were rolling, they could take the mask off because... COVID only works when, you know, transmits when the cameras uh, are off. <laughs> and um, just like the restaurants under five feet in a restaurant is where COVID doesn't exist. And I just I love the parameters. And, and so the rules are so insane. If, if a pandemic can be politicized and if that same pandemic can gear itself toward individual levels of fear uh, with with insane rules. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, therefore, there's your answer. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Mason, for, for speaking out. of it. Really thank you for the invitation. And, uh, and also, Tracy uh, Henderson, attorney, thank you so much for helping. I really appreciate you, Thank too. you,
15: Kate. Oh, have okay. a great day.
1: Oh, I just love these guys. <laughs> this, is, this is what a patriot looks like, just in case anyone was wondering. Uh, I'll be right back with Melissa and Susan. We have a lot to talk about on today's show, and uh, I hope you stay with us. We'll be right back.
9: they're slow and there's insurance
1: pre-recorded
0: have you ever listened to a progressive liberal and thought the wheel is turning but the hamster is dead the kate daly show starts now
14: <laughs> pending fascism no i'm exposing you as a fascist and because because Do you rely. Like, uh, I'll tell you how. You ask me a question. Hold on. Are you familiar? Are you familiar with the black shirts in Italy or the brown shirts in Germany? Do you realize that they would go to campuses, goons, and would stand in the back of the room? And when somebody tried to make an intelligent presentation and answer questions, they would shout them down, yell at them, try to intimidate them, and count as success if they could get the event cancelled and the speaker threatened. But see, the problem is sometimes you get speakers like me who are not scared of people like you. We recognize your frauds. <laughs> I recognize I recognize that ultimately you are afraid of ideas. You're not willing to engage with me. Yes, you're afraid of ideas. You're not afraid of fascists. You think I pose a threat to you? I'm an immigrant. I came to America with nothing. What threat do I pose to you?
1: I love it. <laughs> that was uh, Dinesh D'Souza. i been on the show three times. And uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Today I have such a treat for you. And when I say that, I really mean it because I... I'm, t- I'm looking forward to today's show. And I usually don't say that when I'm by myself, <laughs> quite honestly. But I'm going to share with you some of the most brilliant responses, some of the most brilliant minds in answering some of the leftist progressive narratives um, that you've ever heard. And you are going to have these aha moments today. I just know it. Um this is gonna be uh, aha moments maybe a great reminder if you've heard these before. But also um when tackling I think what we're up against right now, especially in an election year, especially with the holidays uh coming. Um with the holidays coming, you know you have family members that don't feel the same way you do or vice, you know, whatever. Um different political ideologies, okay? And I know that you have college students. Um that need to hear this oh boy do they need to hear today's show i'm about to do two hours of this and it's going to fly by because i'm going to present some really fascinating conversations for you and i hope that you enjoy this um all right so this is how i'm going to start out because today i'm going to cover let me just give you a little uh, preface um black privilege a conversation between two black people um, also on racism, also on white supremacy, climate change. Why the left and the right are their perceptions of the world are so different. This is so crucial to understand the foundation on which what the two sides they say of America believe in and why. This is so brilliant. And uh, LGBT, I'm going to comment on that. Uh, just something else I want a conversation I had with somebody I want to share with you. And then poor get poorer. Is that true? Is it true? No, I'm going to show you why. Atheists. What is the? What are the two things that that uh, they have a hard time answering and describing? Um, also, uh, progressive left. Why it's aligned with radical Islam, and um, of course socialism, and then of course central uh, critical race theory. We're going to cover all this today. Here we go. Now I gotta I gotta get through this, so we gotta, I gotta I gotta start. <laughs> this is uh, you're listening to the Kate Daly Show. You can go to katedalyradio.com, katedalyd d a l l e y radio.com, um, and you can get all the podcasts, recorded versions of this show after the show, after this live show today. Let me present to you a conversation. Listen very carefully to the woman explain what white privilege is and how the person interviewing her, who is also black. Is going to absolutely 100% shoot down everything that she says. Here you go. You're going to just, you're going to love this. Here we go. Does white privilege exist?
19: Absolutely. It does. Absolutely. And where to prove for that?
20: All around, you know. I tell people often now, in hindsight, um, one of the things that I wish I would have been more cognizant cognizant of was the white privilege at UCLA that was sitting, you know, right next to me. For black people, I believe white privilege is something to to leverage. Um, what is it, though? I, I don't see it anywhere. What is it? it. Huh? For what, what <laughs> well, people like me privilege. who don't see it, how do you not? Uh, what? How do you not see white privilege? Because it doesn't exist. Now, so yes, you, it does. So so there's some, what there's, there's it things, exactly I believe white privilege uh, is just the ability just to be free and white and not have the same type of social economic uh, and social ills as black people have to deal with. I mean, there's there's no uh, white racial profiling. White people don't get pulled over by the cops just because they're white. Um, they have have the ability to you know, show emotion and and love to their sons without being emasculated. Uh, th- there's all kind of examples That's amazing. of white privilege. That Absolutely. Believe that. Why don't you you black? How come you don't believe white privilege exists? What you see? Well,
19: because I, I you know I am black in color, but I don't have that dark mentality that most black people have. Clearly, I see. She said clearly. Mm-hmm. I see that uh, white people have the same struggles and things that we have. In that, what type of uh, they have? They have? Their marriages, work they have to uh, make their children help their kids grow up in the right way so that they can earn a living and be independent but they also have the majority of their fathers at home right and the reason for that is starting to change somewhere now but the reason for that is because they are taking responsibility for that whereas black men and women are not taking responsibility for that as they did prior to the civil rights movement black people are blaming it on their lack of self control and self containment they're blaming it on white people while white people are working hard to keep it going.
20: I do believe that there is a need for black people to be held more accountable. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't excuse racism, that doesn't excuse institutionalized racism, that doesn't excuse... But there's no such thing
19: it's, as It's an illusion it is. made no, up by black not people not, and their not, leaders. Not. No, it's
20: not. It exists. Well, Sorry. where's the proof of it, though? I mean where's the
19: proof of it? There are many kids who are getting into, black kids who are uh, allowed to get into these universities around the country, right, based on affirmative Action and uh, because of affirmative action based on their color, that's discrimination based on color, and that's wrong. And I these have, kids are getting in, but they're not earning their way, I, so they when they fail, they feel less than
20: before they were allowed to get in based on color. I'm a proud product of affirmative action. When I went to UCLA, it was because I was an affirmative action student, I'm sorry to hear that. And, and I think I turned out fantastic. So, and so a lot of my peers who were having challenges. getting into some of these predominantly white institutions the affirmative action was great. My father went to to Harvard. You know, he was one of very few blacks. Was he affirmative action? I, I, don't, I don't don't know if he was. That was back in the late sixties. he wasn't. He okay. owned his way. So that being said, I still believe that affirmative action helped me get into UCLA and it gave me access. You would not exposure. have gotten in there on your own because you were not smart enough. I don't know if I wasn't smart enough, but based on the curve and what I was competing with, with, with you know other individuals who had different um, educational opportunities and teachers. I mean I'm coming from you know the LA Unified School District. I mean so at the time I think LAUSD was still pretty good. But I went to all white schools um, from high school. Up so you got college. a good education. Why couldn't you get into the school based on your own talent? I because I didn't have some of the opportunity. No. But you first had all, the opportunity. Oh, no, well, first of all, you had the, same the SAT. Opportunity those white kids were having. Not necessarily. I had different teachers. I had different so you were resources. were to a white
19: integrated schools. I'm talking about going white.
20: into these other uh, into UCLA. I still had to do be able to deal with some of the issues in going to predominantly white schools. Like but what? I still had to be able to compete. Like what? Be like what well, some of the issues going to a production to when I went to uh, I would graduate from University up. High school and at the time they didn't happen. have an African American student Union uh, we African American student Union mm-hmm. at the school well, that's a good thing <laughs> they didn't have one <laughs> that's a good thing why why do you need something like that would they, they have Asian student unions they have Jewish student unions they the, have all kind of did different did they have student white student union. student union they need to they, they own the whole school. So but the kids <laughs> they in honors school, the kids But I'm around. saying there's nothing. I don't think there's nothing wrong it's with having a segregated, uh, you know, population of students who just want to uh, study together, or work together, or to be able. Would to Would you deal be with in support them. of a white student union? Yeah, of course. It would be okay with you. Yeah, why All not? Way? But most blacks don't feel that way. I think all cultures should be able to to segregate and to be able to work within their cultures and network within their own cultures. Wow.
1: But here's the key. And isn't that a fascinating conversation? He was just, he just kept at it. Don't you love that? And he's black and she's black. And all she has to say is it's all around you. And I had all these obstacles at UCLA. And he says, well, did you earn getting in? And she couldn't really answer that. It was like, well, no, I got in through affirmative action. Well, then you shouldn't have been there. You didn't earn it. And and then, of course, when he says, well, what were you up against? Do you know the only thing she could say was that it didn't have a black student union? How, I'm sorry. Um, I, going to school is the first thing you look for, a union to get you through school? <laughs> she couldn't just find friends that were black. Or white or Asian and study with them she had to be segregated um, on her on on her terms and it had to be done through a union in order to in order for her to feel that um, she could compete with white privilege every single time the interviewer asked her to explain herself she looked at him like oh, what do you mean you can't see it and it was like a given of course there's white privilege then explain it I can't. <laughs> Uh, amazing Um, it was amazing to listen to that only because when you keep pressing for the truth it's amazing that the answers are shaky at best not there Um, they can't uh, they can't come up with anything solid in fact when I come back off the break he asks her in a very very quick clip does racism exist And she acts like he's off his rocker. (laughs) What do you mean? Of course. Okay, how? When asked how, she could not answer it. And so I'll play that for you when we come back. I'm also going to play Charlie Kirk Kirk on white um, supremacy. Um, (laughs) Because he absolutely takes somebody to task on them asking about this. These are the kinds of things that... If you start to... There's lots of platitudes. There's lots of things that can be said on an issue. But what's really fascinating is, can you back it up? Do you have evidence? Why are you saying what you're saying? What experience tells you that? And when those questions are asked, it's unbelievable the response. And this is how you know that when you're talking... And I'm picking on progressive leftism today because it's permeated our media... It's permeated our politics. There are so many lies being told that we must tell the truth and we must know how to combat this. When you're together with family and friends and you have college students and you have kids being indoctrinated by public school, you better know how to shore up those answers and talk to them about this because they're hearing this garbage every day. Be right back, Kate Daly Show.
4: state purpose of visit
21: well looks like the old tractor is going to kick the bucket this year searching internet for new bucket no
0: no I want to check insurance sale a- located right now get 20% off new bucket with code it's raining buckets
12: robots don't know you we do for more than 80 years Farm Bureau Financial Services has relied on relationships to get you the insurance coverage you need for your farm or ranch find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com protect it's your future let's protect it The free adjustable base sale is back for a limited time during the Memorial Day event going on now. Save big and get a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases for a limited time during the Memorial Day event at the Mattress Store. Voted Best of Southern Utah, four Southern Utah locations, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Washington next to Best Buy, Bloomington by the Walmart, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats the Mattress Store.
8: Nobody
10: typically when you're really good at something you do more of it. So with 25 years of luxury car maintenance experience Bavarian Werkstatt has 10,000 square feet more at their new location off Washington Dam Road, which means they can do more of what they are good at, like providing the only BMW and mini repair service featuring dealer level diagnostics and programming in southern Utah. And as a Bosch authorized service center, they can work on more luxury cars. So call Bavarian Werkstatt at 435-275-2314 and schedule your service today. Bavarian Werkstatt, where passion Meets performance.
8: Hello, Southern Utah. This is Steve Johnson, branch manager for Les Olson Company, right here in St. George. A lot of people know Les Olson Company for copiers and printers, which is great, but we've been in the technology business for 67 years and can do much more for your business. We have award winning IT experts that can manage the security and performance of your business network and your devices. You have trusted Les Olson for years? Trust us now with all your IT needs.
22: Les Olson
23: Company. Gentlemen, listen closely. Are you having trouble with intimacy in your relationship? Well, it's not your fault. Scientific evidence supports the fact that erectile dysfunction can be caused by plaque or damaged blood vessels. The good news is that we can help. At Prolong Medical Center in St. George, we treat this underlying condition with advanced acoustics waves to help restore natural and long-lasting results. This non-invasive procedure is safe and effective, and in just a few sessions, you'll feel the healing effects. Don't just take our word for it. Acoustic wave therapy is making news in articles and studies around the world. At Prolong Medical Center, you'll receive a custom treatment plan designed to promote healthy blood flow and over the course of six sessions you can experience unprecedented long term results that significantly improve the quality of your life this is an effective treatment plan and our homework assignments will be fun schedule your free consultation today call prolong medical center at 435-375-5000 that's 435-375-5000 together we'll make a difference in your life
16: this is Quinn all this is Connor Akin with Tango Express Car Wash. We are here with some exciting news. We are now offering family plans. What does that mean for you? Now more than ever, it makes sense to have the unlimited pass. That's right. If you have the unlimited pass, you can now save on additional vehicles by adding them to your family plan. Stop by any of our six locations, talk to our attendants, and take advantage of these great savings. Tango Express Car Wash. Keep it clean, keep it local, go unlimited.
11: kitchen my gorgeous kitchen with the sunlight pouring in i love my kitchen
12: that kitchen is a visionary homes kitchen
11: and i get so many compliments on it we love your kitchen it's light it's beautiful the choices i made and that they helped me make made the difference
12: the visionary home state of the art design studio in saint george gives life to your dreams if you can see it they can build it.
11: They were so helpful. No matter who we talked to, it was perfect.
12: Visionary Homes specializes in quality with over 20 designs from which to choose. Townhomes and condos, the Ramblers and Two-Story. And the Visionary team is dedicated to weekly construction updates and on-time completion.
11: And if you have a comfortable relationship with that builder and his team, you're going to get what you want. Visionary Homes was that and so much more.
12: Building your home with you in mind. This is Visionary Homes. Visit the Design Center on Silicon drive in st george or explore the possibilities at VisionaryHomes.com. visionary homes built for living built for you
1: Talk. the show today is pre-recorded the show today is pre-recorded
8: lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the kate daly show
1: Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Special show for you today because um, on this Friday, <clears throat> I'm discussing uh, and presenting. Different arguments uh, to the progressive leftist narrative, and some ammo that you can take away with you, which I think is really necessary right now as we're coming up on the holidays, being around family, also uh, college students coming home with their very liberal progressive teachers shoving every kind of awful uh, ideology down their throats, and uh, the kids are going to college and turning out to be extremely liberal progressive. We're going to be talking about so much today in the show, and so many answers for you, aha moments, and. Things that you can take away one thing about the tape that i rolled on two black people talking about white privilege and the interviewer just annihilating this woman I, i just on on what she thought what everybody knows this well then explain it i can't that was the argument listen again to what she says about white privilege listen up
20: Or it's just the ability just to be free and white and not have the same type of social economic uh, and social ills as black people.
1: Wow. So, no, (laughs) we're just free and white. We don't have any problems. I love that. I didn't know that. Did you? Yeah. As black people have to deal with. I mean, there's there's no uh, white racial profiling. Really? There's no white racial profiling. Are you kidding me? There's teen racial profiling. They see a teenager and they love to pull them over. Are you kidding me? Also, uh, depending on the kind of car you drive, the kind of scenario situation you're in, white people get uh, arrested all the time or pulled over uh, for kind of innocuous reasons to kind of see if maybe there are some drugs in the car because maybe it looks like an older vehicle. Maybe it looks like an older vehicle and, uh, you know, maybe there's just enough, uh, you know, a suspicion there to pull them over. She acts like the only people ever pulled over are black people. Are you kidding? Are you kidding as far as racial profiling is concerned or profiling in general? It is profiling in general is what it is. Here you go.
20: White racial profiling. White people don't get pulled over by the cops just because they're white. No, that's um, not true. They have the ability to... Um, you know, show emotion and, oh, and love um, to their sons without oh, being emasculated.
1: Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you kidding? Wow. And also she had made a mention of the fact that uh, they don't have their fathers at home. That's a, that's a choice. That's not because white people did that. That's because the black dad made a choice to leave the family. But you know what she chalked that up to? White privilege. When asked, she could not answer what it was. That's why she's telling you it's, uh, oh, uh, men can be emotional with their kids. What? What does that even mean? She could not quantify that. He asks her in this next clip, does racism exist? Listen up. Does racism exist?
20: I believe racism does exist. And we're to proof of that. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you love see him. it all over in the country, that we're proof of it. So what, what, the what do I see? Disproportionate in the economics with black people. But well, that has nothing to do with racism. It does. Racism is about power. It's about who's in control. And black people can't be racist because we're not in control. We're not in control of the educational system, the some of the social uh, organizations and things that run this country. Um, racism President? Racism? Obama? about power. What Control, control of your own
19: life if you had good parents, if they taught you how to be independent, if they taught you how to build, how to take care of. I've noticed that the reason I left where I lived over there in the Crenshaw District is that once the white people left, because once I moved there, it, when I first moved there were mostly whites but once they left as they did in Gary, Indiana and other places the blacks turned it into a ghetto a beautiful area went to hell in a handbasket so I got out but if blacks had more character and they were taking care of themselves and being responsible and buying land and teaching but their that children but that has to be taught had, right has, so that, that, has that has nothing has to do with racism but that has to that, of course that has to be taught so it's not racist it's not white people's fault that you're not teaching your children to do that
20: no but, but it's not The the parents parents don't know. They, they don't the know, if so, but that's if not white people fall though. But if they go into some of these institutions, these predominantly white institutions, they are targeted. They don't have the same opportunities because of their color. They, they it's wow, it's what I opportunities? Mean, I mean, you know, why go in there? And then why not go to all black school if you? Some people do choose to do that. I'm sorry. Some people do choose. Well,
19: why? They, they do. I, you see, a lot of these black kids going to uh, the white universities, and then they they force their way in by saying, "I need affirmative action." Once they get in, now they're crying racism. Why do you want to? force your way in with the people you think are your enemies,
20: and you're still complaining once you get there. I don't think people are forcing their way. I don't, does they affirmative,
19: affirmative action, action even exist? It's forced, based on color.
20: Does, but does affirmative action exist? Are people getting in based on affirmative action? Yes. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. The way Trump has it now, he's just leveled the playing field. So oh, now it's going Trump. So to have to be more about being able to be competitive. <laughs> Hallelujah.
1: Oh, my gosh. That exchange. I mean, are you just blown away? She, had, she wanted to prove racism in America. He kept shooting it down. Both are black. He kept shooting it down at every turn. She keeps blaming everything on racism that's not racism. Just choices, situations that you have control over in America. But let's put it this way. Is there another country that offers you as a black person more opportunity than America? Please tell me what the country that is. Wow. It's hard to listen to because I I love that he keeps going after it, though, and keeps trying to get her to admit that 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 these problems are not due to racism. I mean, they're they're really not. Everything that she was listing has nothing to do with it. She wanted to go to UCLA. She was black. She didn't earn it. She wanted in anyway. She got her way when she got there. She cried racism. Why? They didn't have a black union for students because in her mind. That's where racism exists. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing to listen to. Here is Charlie Kirk. This is a student telling him that he is a white supremacist national organization. Turning Point is a white supremacy group. Look, look how he shoots this down. It's a two-minute clip. Here you go.
24: Would a white supremacist organization host a black
1: leadership summit? Good question. Yes. She says yes. Wow.
24: Would a white supremacist organization have a black female communications director for over... Yes,
15: ideological shields. Yes, there are ideological shields... What are those? ...to further your talking points and where every much is committed to bigotry and white supremacy. Would a
24: white supremacist organization host the nation's largest young Latino leadership summit for five yes. years straight? Yes.
15: Yes. See how the crowd can isn't you,
1: buying can
24: it? Can you name one instance when we have ever tolerated hatred once?
15: When you have ever tolerated hatred? Yes. Well, you claim that your organization is not white nationalists and not white supremacists. So why did Identity Europa think that your organization was prime breeding grounds for their views?
1: Because they're idiots.
15: Because they're idiots. So
1: Yeah, she's talking about a group that identified them as a... White supremacist group. Now he's just proven Charlie Kirk that they're not, and in so many ways, right? They, if they were a white supremacist group, they would not have had all of those things, right? Yet she goes on to say that well, a, a group over here has has convicted you of this. This is his answer. So wait, 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 wait,
15: wait, no, I want to, I want to have an honest discussion. With that's you, not honest. Right? That's because just because I do agree that you should look in the mirror first before asking people to solve your problems. Just tell me honestly, what do you think it is about your organization without you being a white supremacist, without you being a white nationalist? So
24: you don't think I'm a white supremacist? Let's just get this straight. No. Okay, good.
15: I think you enable it.
1: Enable it? How? How would he enable it? She's first talking about a group that just said that they were a label. White supremacist okay she can't back that up that group isn't there um who cares what somebody says about a group is the group that okay so that was her initial accusation right and now it's you enable it wow that's further than just a group calling them that that name okay now she's saying he enables
24: oh, I, I enable. yes despite every time I encounter anyone around that ideology, I repudiate it and I reject it.
15: I'm asking you what why else you would feel, you
24: want me to do?
15: I'm asking you why you feel that what it is you think about your organization that, that might attract white supremacists and white nationalists because you've repudiated a lot of members who were later revealed to have white First nationalist of all, ties.
24: It's not a lot of members. You're talking about four people in a membership organization with hundreds of thousands of students over seven and a half year history. You're you're looking at four isolated examples that the dishonest press decides to look at, despite the unbelievable body of work that Turning Point USA rejects anyone that has hatred. Turning Point USA has diverse leadership summits, such as a black leadership summit. And you kind of lost me after that one, by the way, that you could host a black leadership summit and also be white supremacist.
1: (laughs) Amen. Same kind of accusation came for Trump as he's a racist. People love to say this and then never back it up. How can you be a racist if you had a black girlfriend such as Trump did? See, this doesn't work. It doesn't work. How can you be a sexist pig? That's the other complaint about Trump. How can you be a sexist pig when you hire so many women to run your organizations and have faith in those women to do that? How can they can't be? The evidence isn't there and when you ask these kids when they when they say and repeat these things and you're going to hear a lot of that in today's show the repeating of these things they hear from CNN but none of them can be quantified none of them can be explained it's it's truly amazing is it not so, when I come back, I want to talk about a little bit about, uh, Jordan Peterson taking on, um, the, uh, the narrative of climate change, but in a different way. And it's gonna, it's gonna go right into Prager talking about left versus right, why we think the way we do. What is the baseline for our ideology? Because when you understand the baseline for the ideology, it's very easy then to understand why the left is the way they are, why they think the way they think. And it really will shed some light on that. It's a great aha moment. And I, of course, have to leave you um, in this segment with Dan Pina talking about the fact that climate change is not on any prospectus for investing. There's a reason for that. And it really kind of shoots down the entire narrative of of. Well, of climate change, actually. Um, Here you go. Sure.
25: That means that the best scenario vis-a-vis global warming is about 10 feet raising water. That's the best scenario over the next 40, 50 years. That's the best scenario. The worst scenario is about 100 feet. But let's just take the 10 feet. If the water on the planet is going to rise up 10 feet, that means the southern part of the United States is gone. England is gone, most of Europe is gone, and I can go, uh, most of Central America is gone. Okay, if that's the case, let's just take Florida for example, which is one of the fastest growing condominium, beachfront condominiums on the planet. In the prospectus, when you invest, there should be, in the footnotes, If global warming is for real, they won't put it that way, global warming happens and water rises 10 feet, this investment you made is not one single investment prospectus written since 2000, this century, has alluded to global warming. If it were really true, the banks wouldn't invest, the banks wouldn't finance. So the people that have the money, and I'm, I'm jealous of the vice president, Gore. I am jealous he came up with a scam before I did. Because the financial institutions, the banks of this world know it's not going
13: to happen. Otherwise, you couldn't get a loan in London. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time.
18: Thank you so much. You guys are a blessing. It's so tempting to eat just anything, you know? We don't have our fruits and veggies, so for moms like me, it's a miracle from God, let me tell you.
9: You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. This is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure, it tastes so good, I'm just blown away by it.
13: At Balance of Nature, customer success is our success. Let's hear from some of our employees
26: the biggest thing i love about what i do here is hearing how it makes a difference for people not just with sending bottles of capsules but actually talking with people and helping them get
24: where they want to be in their health seeing that change and hearing how their lives are better
9: because of what we provide
13: Come and grow with us. Apply today by going to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers.
9: Don't face another bummer of a summer on an old, uncomfortable mattress, especially now when you can save up to $1,800 on the incredible new Beautyrest and certain Perfect Sleeper mattresses. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. At our Memorial Day sale, now's the time to save on these brilliant new mattresses that offer 40% better pressure relief, targeted support, and ideal sleep temperature. Best sleep of your life, kids. Plus, no down, no interest financing for up to 72 months. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. Right now is the
16: time to have some fun in Mesquite at the Casablanca Resort's $99 room and golf package. Right now, you can get a one night stay in a gorgeous, super relaxing room at the Casablanca Resort and 18 holes of golf at your choice of either the Palms or Casablanca Golf Club. Just a short drive for some much needed fun with the Casablanca Resort. Book your $99 room and golf package now at CasablancaResort.com or call 877
8: 438 2929 folks, after the year we've had, I think it's time to clear the air. And installing an air scrubber with A-Zion Mechanical can do just that. Using certified space technology, the air scrubber uses ionized particles that attack contaminants in the air and can easily be installed within an hour into your existing air system. What that means is it immediately starts scrubbing the air in your home from viruses, bacteria, mold, and even cleans your air ducts. Take that, science fiction. So call A-Zion Mechanical at 435-680-9180 and ask about the air scrubber today. A-Zion Mechanical. Their goal is your happiness. This is Quinn And this is Connor Akin from Tango Express Car Wash. Connor, do you remember when I was growing up across the street from your grandma's house? Yeah,
16: every time I went over there, I tried to ignore you, but something about you was so persistent. And who would have thought that years later, we'd be best friends and business partners? We always wanted to give back to this community that has supported us. It has been a dream come true to stay in this community and watch it grow. That's right, Quinn, and have opportunities to provide jobs, help others, and keep Southern Utah a great place. Thank you, Southern Utah, for five years of support. Tagio Express Car Wash. Keep it clean, keep keep it local, go Unlimited.
13: unlimited. So many decisions need to be made when you lose a loved one, can be a stressful time, but choosing and creating a monument doesn't have to be. Monument FX and Hurricane will ensure that your experience in choosing a monument is stress-free from the design process to installation. At Monument FX, they take great pride in creating custom memorials at factory direct pricing. Monument FX also provides cremation markers and pet memorials. For more information and to browse their memorial idea book in the comfort of your own home, go to fxmonument.com. That's fxmonument.com.
10: Gentlemen, listen closely. Are you having trouble with intimacy in your relationship? Well, it's not your fault. Scientific evidence supports the fact that erectile dysfunction can be caused by plaque or damaged blood vessels. The good news is that we can help. At Prolong Medical Center in St. George, we treat this underlying condition with advanced acoustics waves to help restore natural and long-lasting results. This non-invasive procedure is safe and effective, and in just a few sessions, you'll feel the healing effects. Don't just take our word for it. Acoustic wave therapy is making news in articles and studies around the world. At Prolonged Medical Center, you'll receive a custom treatment plan designed to promote healthy blood flow, and over the course of six sessions, you can experience unprecedented long-term results that significantly improve the quality of your life. This is an effective treatment plan, and our homework assignments will be fun. Schedule your free consultation today. Call Prolonged Medical Center at 435-375-5000. That's 435-375-5000. Together... We'll make a difference in your life. I'm here with the fellas from
5: Ionix
8: Smart Solutions. We understand that there's a lot of skepticism with solar in the area. What we're here to do is to remove that curtain and kind of have a transparent view of how solar can be beneficial for each consumer. We have run across people where it doesn't make sense, and we're okay to tell people that. We want customers to understand and feel comfortable that... We're very transparent in what we do. So how do people find you? IonicSmart.com. 435-272-2410.
1: The show today is prerecorded. The show today is pre-recorded.
8: 673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: deli show boy no truer words from an ozzy song <laughs> i love it uh, welcome back make sure you go to balance of nature balance of uh, it is a fantastic supplement otherwise i wouldn't be telling you to get it that's just the bottom line. I don't know how else to say it. Um, ba- Balance of Nature yeah, is a food supplement, 31 fruits and vegetables every single day, plus all kinds of vitamins and nutrients in a drink that goes along with it, in a fiber drink. Um, that is amazing. And you'll feel better. Your immune system will be stronger. And I'm telling you, um, throw away the mask. Work on the inside. Uh God gave us a great immune system, but we still need those nutrients <laughs> and uh the mask is not uh, does not hold your immune system. So in, in saying that, go to balanceofnature.com, order up. This is a product I promise you you'll love. And uh you'll thank me for this one and uh put in the code Kate K A T E and you can get thirty five percent off in free shipping when I did my homework. Balance of nature was head and shoulders above all other food supplements. This is the one. You know you should be taking one by now. I would hope so. We've done enough shows on the food supply. You should be taking something. But I can't imagine a better one. This is, this is just fantastic. Balanceofnature.com. You'll love it. Um, okay, so here's the deal. I want to play this for you. Um, we've covered race. Uh, I want to cover, uh, Jordan Peterson, what Jordan Peterson had to say. Now I want you to listen up really carefully because this is a different angle. I love how he responds to this gal. Okay. On climate change, but it's going to lead into what Prager has to say about how to make a better society and how the right and the left think so differently. And I love, uh, Jordan Peterson's boldness in this. Listen to how he confronts. And how bold he is, because this is really where you have to stand with these people. Okay, here we go. This is climate change. Here we go.
13: So, what is your advice to young people when you talk about you need to be individually responsible? But when there are things that are so far out of our control, like climate catastrophe, like the precarious job economy, like uh, you know the They're economic crisis, what, what, is, what, is,
26: what is your answer? I mean, to do you think that you're worse off than questions? your? Do you think that you're worse off than your grandparents? I think there are different challenges. Do you think you're worse off than your grandparents? The argument I think is that individual responsibility does not change um, the climate, does not fix the problem that needs global collective responsibility. So I think that's the core of the question. Do you have a, a theory about that? Well fundamentally I'm a psychologist and my experience has been that people can do a tremendous amount of good for themselves and for the people who are immediately around them, by looking to their own inadequacies and their own flaws and the things that they're not doing in their lives and starting to build themselves up as more powerful individuals. And if they're capable of doing that, then they're capable of expanding their career. And if they're capable of expanding their career and their competence, then they're capable of taking their place in the community as effective leaders. And then they're capable of making wise decisions instead of unwise decisions when it comes to making collective political decisions. I'm not suggesting in the least, and have never suggested that there's no domain for social action. I'm suggesting that people who don't have their own houses in order should be very careful before they go about reorganizing the world. Ooh,
1: let me play that again. Because <laughs> that is it in a nutshell.
26: Here you go. People who don't have their own houses in order should be very careful before they go about reorganizing the world. Amen. Which happens in many ways. Amen.
12: So, Amen. You, can, you
26: can I just, just to... If a young person believes that the uh, climate, the global warming... Um, problem on the climate is something that needs to be tackled quickly, and they can't wait until they grow up and become prime ministers to do it. Do, do you think collective responsibility overrides individual responsibility in a huge issue like that? No. <laughs> okay.
1: Just no. I
26: don't. I, I, think, I, that generally, I think that. Generally, I think that generally people... I think generally people have things that are more within their personal purview that are more difficult to deal with and that they're avoiding and that generally the way they avoid them is by adopting uh, pseudo-moralistic stances on large-scale social issues so that they look good to their friends and their neighbours. Wow. Let me just play that one more time for you. Adopting uh, pseudo-moralistic stances on large-scale social issues so that they look good to their friends and their neighbors. Ah,
1: adopting the I'm going to fix the world, I'm not going to fix myself. I'm going to fix the world so I look good to my neighbors. I'm going to fix the world and tell you what to do. You see this with the mask thing, too. I'm going to do that because I want a pat on the back for being a good person even though I'm not willing to look inward and clean up my own house. Now, I want to share with you on top of that, Prager, I love Dennis Prager, Prager on exactly the foundation of the left and the right. And this is so profound. I, you know, it's funny. I don't think I've ever actually shared this on the show. I saw this quite a while ago and I never shared it. I don't know why, but this is so foundational to the left and the right and why we think the way
3: we do. Here you go. A major difference between the right and the left concerns the way each seeks to improve society. Conservatives believe that the way to a better society is almost always through the moral improvement of the individual, by each person doing battle with his or her own weaknesses and flaws. It is true that in violent and evil societies, such as fascist, communist, or Islamist tyrannies, the individual must be preoccupied with battling outside forces. Almost everywhere else, though, certainly in a free and decent country such as America, the greatest battle of the individual must be with inner forces. That is, with his or her moral failings. The left, on the other hand, believes that the way to a better society is almost always through doing battle with society's moral failings. Thus in America, the left concentrates its efforts on combating sexism, racism, intolerance, xenophobia, homophobia, Islamophobia, and the many other evils that the left believes permeate American society. One important consequence of this left-right distinction is that those on the left are far more preoccupied with politics than those on the right. Since the left is so much more interested in fixing society than in fixing the individual, politics inevitably becomes the vehicle for societal improvement.
1: And when you look at all the things that Prager's talking about, because he's saying the right says fix the individual, and then eventually you'll have what you need in the society, right? Right. You build character, you build integrity, you, you build your morals. And this is, what, uh, this is how a good society, free from the constraints of, of government tyranny, right? You don't need all those laws because you're going to act. You, you've worked on self. Now you're going to act like uh, a good person. And then, of course, that is what amounts to a society. A lot of those kinds of people walking around is going to be a decent, good society. That's what the Constitution was written for. He's saying the left doesn't want to work on self. They want to work as a whole to combat whatever issue they think and is, is, is driving the world. And like I've said before in the broadcast today, when asked about this, they could not get an answer. Um, you know, they, it, it, people are racist. Well, quantify that. What do you mean people are racist? Well, couldn't come up with an answer. Couldn't, couldn't show how. How are we a racist nation? Can't, can't say, but we just are. Just believe me. We're, we are. That's, that's the answer you get. So the left is busy solving the world's problems that, that they think the world has. The right is saying, work on self. Enough of us do that. We're fine. But the left, see, without working on self, goes right to the issue, and it's not fast enough. Why do you think climate change is every Ten years, we're going to die at the end of every ten years for five decades now, six decades now. Every ten years, we're going to die at the end. It's not 20. It's not 30. It's not 40. It's not 50. It's 10. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Pass as many laws as you can. Tax everybody to the hilt. That's going to make a change. Look at me. I'm for global climate change. I can't tell you what it's really doing, but I'm for it, and and we're all going to die. So there. That's the left's view of climate change.
3: Here you go. One important consequence of this left-right distinction is that those on the left are far more preoccupied with politics than those on the right. Since the left is so much more interested in fixing society than in fixing the individual, politics inevitably becomes the vehicle for societal improvement. That's why whenever the term activist is used, we almost always assume that the term refers to, to the someone left. on the left. Yep. Another consequence of this left-right difference is that since conservatives believe society has changed one person at a time, they accept that change happens gradually. This isn't fast enough for the left, which is always and everywhere focused on social revolution. An excellent example of this was a statement by the then-presidential candidate Barack Obama just days before his first election in 2008 to a rapturous audience he declared we are 5 days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America conservatives not only have no interest in fundamentally transforming the United States of America they are strongly opposed to we doing like it so. <laughs> conservatives understand that fundamentally transforming any society that isn't fundamentally bad not to mention transforming what is one of the most decent societies in history can only make the society worse. Conservatives believe that America can be improved but should not be transformed let alone fundamentally transformed. The founders of the United States recognized that the transformation that every generation must work on is the moral transformation of each citizen. Thus character development was at the core of both child-rearing and of young people's education from elementary school through college. As John Adams, the second president, said, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. And in the words of Benjamin Franklin, only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. Why is that? Because freedom requires self-control. The freer the society, the more self-control is necessary. If the majority of people don't control themselves, the state, meaning an ever more powerful government, will have to control them. From the founding of the United States until the 1960s, schools and parents concentrated on character education. But with the ascent of left-wing ideas, character education has all but disappeared from American schools. Instead, children are taught not to focus on their flaws, but on America's. Social issues have replaced character education. An example is a new K-12 science curriculum, The Next Generation of Science Standards, which will teach young Americans starting in kindergarten About global warming. And when they get to college, American young people will be taught about the need to fight economic inequality, white privilege, and the alleged rape culture on their campuses. Ironically, if there really is a rape culture that permeates American college campuses, the only reason would have to be that there is so little character education in our schools. Or for that matter, at home. Fathers and religion, historically the two primary conveyors of self-control, are non-existent in the lives of millions of American children. We are now producing vast numbers of Americans who are passionate about fixing America while doing next to nothing about fixing their own character. The problem, however, is that you can't make society better unless you first make its people better.
1: Amen. That was Prager. And uh, let me tell you, there's so much. There's there's just a lot of gold in what he just said. We um, we don't want to transform America. We love America because America is such a gift. We'd like to improve it, not transform it. The left wants to transform it without improving self. This is the basic problem that we have. This is why we don't see eye to eye. They are taught, our kids are taught from a very, very young age now that they have to concentrate on all social issues as an issue that they have to solve instead of solving self. No wonder we have so many problems communicating right now with the left and the right. No wonder. When I come back, um, if you don't get this hour on your station, make sure you get it on podcast. I'm going to be covering LGBT, a conversation I had. Inequality, are the poor actually poor? No, they are not, and I'll prove why. Atheist, uh, nihilist, socialism, critical race theory. You're not going to want to miss the next hour. There's so much gold in these two hours, and uh, I'm loving this. I'm loving this because these are walk-away points you can talk about with your kids. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show.
13: At Intermountain Healthcare, we understand. Recorded.
0: Aggressive liberal and thought, the wheel is turning, but the hamster is dead. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
14: (laughs) Fending fascism, no, I'm exposing you as a fascist. Because, because. (laughs) Do you rely up? I'll tell you how. You asked me a question, hold on. Are you familiar familiar with the black shirts in Italy or the brown shirts in Germany? Do you realize that they would go to campuses, goons, and would stand in the back of the room, and when somebody tried to make an intelligent presentation and answer questions, they would shout them down, yell at them, try to intimidate them, and count as success if they could get the event canceled and the speaker threatened. But see, the problem is, sometimes you get speakers like me who are not scared of people like you. We recognize your frauds. (laughs) I recognize, I recognize that ultimately you are afraid of ideas. You're not willing to engage with me. Yes, you're afraid of ideas. You're not afraid of fascists. You think I pose a threat to you? I'm an immigrant. I came to America with nothing. What threat do I pose to you?
1: Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly's show, last hour on a Friday. Uh, Joel will be... um Joel Scallison will be joining me next week. (laughs) There there was just so many things going on today before the show. If I told you, you'd just crack up. But anyway, he had some complications in getting to the show, so he'll be next week. And um, you know what, though? Sometimes, uh, maybe divine providence, you know, kind of kicks in, and and maybe there's a reason that people need to hear uh, what I'm about to play because these uh, two hours of the show are really important to understand how to talk to somebody because we need to we need to really have more conversations um, where as far as a divisive country goes uh, it, it seems to be climbing in sort of blood pressure uh, levels and we need to be able to talk to each other and you have to understand where these people are coming from so that we can understand how to talk to them and how to kind of get them to climb back down you know off of the wall so um, in the last hour I covered um, black privilege a conversation between two black people as one tri- as one actually successfully successfully just annihilated uh, the person on the white privilege. I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, it was just, it's so interesting to hear. So that'll be on podcast. Um, also, white supremacy, we covered climate change. And really the fundamental, the fundamental how do we make society better and how differently the right and the left think. And when you'll want to listen to the last hour on the show, that last segment on that, but to kind of give you a snapshot of that, The leftists of America have been consumed with fighting the uh, what they think are the political ails of the society rather than fixing self. The right feels like you fix the individual and enough of you are doing that and you're building your character and you're building your integrity and your moral base and everything else that the world will then be the accumulation of all of those individuals. Right. Working on self. This is this is foundationally at the root of why we see the world the way we do and the social issues. The reason that uh the left goes after societal kind of kind of um skips over self to go to societal is and Jordan Peterson put this so eloquently, it's a way to say um pat myself on the back, I'm doing all this good for society. Look look, look at how Look at how big my aim is. Look at how much I'm doing. And I want to force all of you to do what's right for society. Forget self. Just go right to society. So I'm going to tell you that there's a racism problem. I'm going to tell you there's a white privilege problem. I'm going to tell you there's a climate change problem. I'm going to tell you there's all these problems. And I'm going to go about busily fixing them because the left is trying to transform society the right would like to just improve upon the society that we have kind of like a home a home is built on a great foundation right you want to keep that home intact you want to make some improvements along the way but that home stays in that foundational that that superb find foundational condition just like our constitution prepped America for this wonderful foundation that we have. The left wants to blow the house up and, and, and start over. The problem is, is they don't even realize where that lands us because they seem to enjoy America's offered dream, but they get hooked on the idea that you don't worry about self as much as you're just there to um, solve the problems that you think exist for society um so it's it 's a huge kind of enlightening um aha moment, or it should be for many of us and so i don 't know if you guys remember uh, Bernie Sanders and Hillary debating this topic, but I wanted to bring this up because I thought this was this was very, very important um and this is all about um, honestly about is the poor poorer um, when the rich get rich. Is, do the poor get poor? and you're going to be hearing a lot about this because this seems to be sort of sort of the I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of this um, strange argument about income equality that you keep hearing over and over again with this election. So let's 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 take a gander, shall we? This is John Stossel here you go.
25: Richer and the poor get poorer rich getting richer and the
21: poor getting poorer. Is that true? The poor get poorer? People keep talking about the evil of income inequality. This is the living room in a $16 million penthouse apartment. It's true that some rich people have gotten absurdly rich, but the other claim that they got rich while poor people got poorer
27: is just a myth. As we've increased the number of billionaires around the world, extreme poverty has actually shrunk down. Now, that's Carol Roth from The Roth Effect, and she
1: explains how this doesn't actually happen. The poor do not get more poor because the rich get rich here you go shooting a hole right through most of the rhetoric you hear on tv right now here you go
27: down
21: former investment banker carol roth points out that anyone who pays attention knows that as the rich got richer most poor people got richer too worldwide more than a billion people rose out of poverty yes the rich got even richer but why is that a problem consider poor me and rich me Over the past 40 years, we rich Americans got 200% richer. Lucky me. I got just 32% richer. I didn't gain as much as he did. But I don't see how I'm hurt. I'm 32% richer. And yes, that's adjusting for inflation. And it doesn't even count all the cool new stuff innovation gave me. And here's Here's another another misleading claim. A lack of economic mobility. The lack of economic mobility. Watching the news, you'd think people born poor in America have little chance to become rich. A striking lack of economic mobility in America. It's true that people with rich parents have a big advantage. But it's not like Americans are locked in. Economists at Harvard and Berkeley crunched the numbers and found most people born to the richest fifth of Americans fell out of that bracket within 20 years. Likewise, most born to the poorest fifth climb to a higher quintile. Some make it all the way to the top. One study looking at that top bracket found...
27: Three out of four Americans will hit that top 20% at some point in their lifetime. Three out of four people? Yes, there is the opportunity to have that mobility and to make an amazing income in this country.
21: You see that if you just look at the billionaires on the Forbes richest list. Most are self-made. In other words, they didn't inherit the money, they created their own fortunes. But politicians and the media say that inequality itself is a huge problem.
13: Frustrations over income
21: inequality. There's an inequality in this country right now Mm -hmm. that is threatening to tear us apart. It might tear us apart if people come to believe that all inequality is evil. Amen. But why is that true? Progressives like to point out that Scandinavian countries have much more equal incomes than America does. But incomes are more equal than Afghanistan, too. Incomes tend to be equal when everyone is poor. Total equality isn't possible. Some people are just better singers than others. best performer in the country the best athletes are just physically different
27: because there's inequality in everything. There's inequality in free time. There's inequality in parents. I don't have any parents or grandparents. We're all
21: so different
27: in so many ways. I have two kidneys. There are people out there who need one, don't have one that functions. Should the government be able to take my kidney because somebody else needs it? How is it not wrong that some people have so much more than others? What's wrong about that? It's absolutely it's right. It's unfair. Life is unfair. Unfair is good. Unfair is a feature. It's not a bug. Something to think about
21: next time someone tells you that it's government's job to make everyone equal
1: wow nice right that was John Stossel explaining that and let me just tell you what what an insight that is uh, because somebody gets rich it doesn't make somebody poor more poor here is you know sometimes we don't take these apart enough to analyze them so when you're talking to your youth your college student that's turned into a liberal your your uh, relatives uh, that are liberal um, you know explain to them the actual truth behind the poor get poorer, because people love to just repeat these things from CNN without ever actually analyzing them. This is Charlie Kirk and a student that was very angry at him um, talking about the poor. Here we go.
15: It is not based on the best.
24: What's wrong with the current system we live in again?
15: It is not based on the best outcome for each person. It's based on the wealthy getting wealth off of making the poorer poor.
24: Just because someone gets rich doesn't mean someone gets poor. Yes, it does. It's, explain in that to me. In this society, it does. Explain that to me. When and you bought, when you bought your it. hat, who got poor?
15: Your hat. Um, mm-hmm. The people who made the hat.
24: Well, they voluntarily contributed their labor no, they and not. they got paid for it. No, they did not. They didn't?
15: There's workers in other countries who are enslaved to make things that I'm wearing right now.
24: Then why I would you buy it?
15: Because there's no other options in our capitalist country. <laughs> no other options in our capitalist that's, that's, that's country. That's totally
24: and factually incorrect. Make your own clothes.
15: There aren't very many options for that.
24: Well, so what you're trying to say is you outsource your goods and services in a capital voluntary because you don't want you Do you to okay spend the time to, to go make your own clothes. Do you think so What I'm okay? trying people to say is you're, saying you're saying making the argument for I don't make my own clothes because I'm happy no, that someone in Southeast Asia gets a job so that I don't have to go make my own clothes. They-
1: okay, so see where she went with that? Are you happy to see enslaved people? Well, where are these enslaved people? If you bought a hat and you're convinced that the people that built it or, or made it uh, live in a country and it's from a country that they did not get paid for doing that, then don't buy it. Or make your own. See? So she's, she was convinced, this college student, that the poor get more poor because the person bought the hat. The person had the means to buy the hat. It's, it's nonsensical. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's, and she couldn't, she, she knew she couldn't go anywhere with it. That's why she said, so you think people should be enslaved? Oh, yes, honey. I think people should be enslaved. Yeah. I mean, that's where they go with the argument. Because they, they cannot provide an ounce of evidence that the poor get more poor because the rich get rich. And like John Stossel said, when the rich get rich, the poor get less poor. That's really what's going on here. But they don't want to say that. And so all these rich politicians are telling you, the ones that have scammed and schemed, they're all telling you that you have to give up anything extra to give and share by force. It's called socialism. Yeah. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show.
25: we're the one to help you till your work is done the full service business center makes your day
22: run so much better rubber stamps letterheads colored copies blue and red invitations for the wedding facting and computer vetting
21: Steamroller Copies has an amazing selection of custom wedding invitations and accessories.
1: For all you brides-to-be, right now we have special discounted
23: pricing on all things wedding.
21: Order your wedding invitations, lined envelopes,
17: enclosed cards, bridal canvases, and oversized prints. Our designers offer
1: personal attention and ability to customize your wedding announcements to match your unique style and personality.
21: Come into any Steamroller Copies location, St. George Boulevard, South River Road, and State
6: Street and Hurricane. Steamroller Copies, always ask Okay. What
17: do you want to print today? The full
18: service business center Steam copies
6: Canyon Media and St. George News
23: remind you to shop local Southern Utah now more than ever it's important to shop local whenever and wherever possible Gentlemen, listen closely. Are you having trouble with intimacy in your relationship? Well, it's not your fault. Scientific evidence supports the fact that erectile dysfunction can be caused by plaque or damaged blood vessels. The good news is that we can help. At Prolong Medical Center in St. George, we treat this underlying condition with advanced acoustics waves to help restore natural and long-lasting results. This non-invasive procedure is safe and effective, and in just a few sessions, you'll feel the healing effects. Don't just take our word for it. Acoustic Wave Therapy is making news and articles and studies around the world. At Prolonged Medical Center, you'll receive a custom treatment plan designed to promote healthy blood flow. And over the course of six sessions, you can experience unprecedented long-term results that significantly improve the quality of your life. This is an effective treatment plan, and our homework assignments will be fun. Schedule your free consultation today. Call Prolonged Medical Center at 435-375-5000. That's 435-375-5000. Together, we'll make a difference in your life.
9: snoring has to be one of the most annoying sounds on earth but Tempur-Pedic, god bless him just came up with a brilliant solution the new temper ergo smart base actually senses your snoring and adjusts your mattress to help eliminate it hi i'm dave Mizrahi, owner of best mattress come see this amazing technology and now at a memorial day sale save up to 500 dollars on a large in-stock selection of Tempur-Pedic mattress sets plus free delivery and no interest financing for 72 months best mattress sleep easy friends see store for details
1: have you heard of teeth in a day? Did you know teeth in a day actually means they attach a set of dentures called temporary to your dental implants for 6 to 10 months before you get your final set of teeth. At Nuvia Dental Implant Center, our revolutionary new protocol and technology allows us to give you permanent teeth in 24 hours. Before getting dental implants anywhere else, let us show you the difference. Get your permanent set of teeth in 24 hours at Nuvia. Go to NuviaSmiles.com radio to learn more.
8: My buddy, the
25: plumber, my buddy,
8: yeah. my buddy, the plumber, George.com. Call today for the My Buddy the Plumber St. George special. Get a garbage disposal, faucet, or a toilet installed today for only $199. Call them now for all the St. George specials. And let My Buddy the Plumber be your number one choice in
12: plumbing repair. My Buddy the Plumber, my buddy, yeah. my buddy, the plumber, george.com Share the
6: rain. Raindance Dry Cleaners offers free pickup and delivery on your laundry and dry cleaning. New customers receive $10 in free dry cleaning. And when you share the rain with your friends and family, you'll get another $10 in free dry cleaning. Rain Dance services vacation rentals, Airbnb, commercial, household, while making you and your environment eco-friendly and always looking your best. Download our app today. Share the rain with Rain Dance Dry Cleaners.
7: Can you imagine not being stressed going to the dentist? So often going to the dentist includes feeling pressured. Well, you don't have to imagine anymore. At Imagine Family Dentistry, they believe in no pressure. They'll tell you what you need, and you tell them what you want. And if you don't have insurance, it's okay. Imagine Family Dentistry has a value savings plan. You can save hundreds of dollars utilizing it. And with their new patient exam, they just make it so easy. At Imagine Family Dentistry, new patients receive an exam, a cleaning, x-rays, and a hygiene kit, all for only $75. At that price, you can afford to get the whole family in. Just imagine a dentist that doesn't pressure you. They simply take care of you and your family. Visit Imagine Family Dentistry today, located off Bluff Street between Kmart and Smith's. Or to make an appointment, call 435-656-1111. That's 435-656-1111.
1: The show today is pre-recorded. The show today is pre-recorded.
7: Call 888-673-1450. This
8: is the Kate Daly Show.
1: I think uh, the, the, the people of America, especially is what I'm focusing on today, um, well, we're having a hard time communicating because of the different levels of education in this country and education on true history and, uh, and what's actually happening in this country. If you'll notice, whenever somebody like a Bernie Sanders says, the poor get poorer, the rich get richer, it sounds like a really conclusive thought does it not and then when you dig you're like well wait a minute where's the proof of that it sounds good it sounds like a nice cnn soundbite that they'll play over and over again as if people have researched this and come to this conclusion but it's not true income equality it's I mean, it's 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 hilarious because because america gave people the opportunity to actually invent themselves from scratch in in previous centuries and in previous lands and this is why you see so many Novels where uh, they're talking about, um, you know, old England and you're and you're talking about classes and you could never rise above your class. Right. So when you had a poor little farmer, they could never marry somebody of royalty because you couldn't mix the two classes. Right. It was forbidden. And that's why there was never a chance out of your class. Well, America gave that opportunity. But nobody wants to talk about that because they're trying to fundamentally transform America. Conservatives want to improve America, not transform it. We don't want to blow the house up and rebuild into something that is a um, socialistic communism uh, type of ideology. Um, We want what we have. We understand it. We love it. It's part of who we are. It's what gives us our um, identifies our liberty, our God-given liberty. And so we don't want to change that. So let me play a, a clip for you. Um, this is um, insight into a, a kid, a college student, asking Charlie Cook about socialism. Okay? And so you got to hear how he answers. I had, I had to cut out a couple of bad words for you. Uh, you'll probably hear that. But um, uh, the, the cutting out of a couple of words. Just know that they were not good for radio. Here you go.
24: Libertarian socialist, right? As as you would know, the you know workers controlling the means of production, right? That's just like an economic thing. I don't believe in in big government, right? This I believe you no. don't. No government. Mm-hmm. No government. So no you're an government. anarchist. Yes, I believe in I believe in voluntary hierarchy and democracy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's wow. Charlie Kirk. <laughs> um, let me ask you a question in all seriousness. No, here, here's the question. Here's a serious question, though. What's preventing you from doing what the Amish do get off the grid and just go live like that right now? Well, the Amish are religiously excluded. No, forget the, forget the religious okay, component. Well, but the Amish are a great example. It's incredibly difficult to just pick up everything that you have, leave, and go And So you want to tell me how to live? No, I'm not telling you how to live. <laughs> No, 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 no. You are. Because you're arguing for a governmental structure...
8: A lack of one, rather.
24: So even a lack of a governmental structure will then make me live the way you want me to live. I'm not going to tell you you how to live live your life. However you want. What I'm saying
8: is that. So you're okay with
24: me having five houses and six yachts? uh, What I'm saying is that the society that I currently live in. Answer the question. I'm forced to. Wait, what? What was? You're okay with me having five houses and six yachts? Uh, I'm not okay with you having them Uh, if you are not using them. Oh, not Uh you. So all of a sudden you're now telling me how to live my life. I'm never going to tell you how to live your life, my friend. Why are you telling me how to live mine? What I'm saying is that there are people that are literally starving, and that if you had extra houses and and they literally just came and occupied the houses that you are not using, they are justified because you are being a massive... So Ooh. if someone forcefully takes away something that is sedentary, not being used in that purpose, it is a rightful means of theft. Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Um, so you don't believe in private property, right? No, I do not. I believe You don't in pro- believe in private property, rights. So we're getting somewhere. So... So you're not a libertarian, my friend. Libertarians believe. I'm not a libertarian in the American. I'm not a libertarian in the capitalist sense. I'm not a libertarian in the American sense. So
1: stop using the word, because you're anything but it. (laughs) See, so when it gets right down to it, they really do want to tell people how to live, and it's according to what they think the world should be like. Not working on self. See, he wasn't willing to take himself and put himself in an Amish situation, which he desired. Because that's just too much bother. He just wants to change the world the way he sees it. And he thinks that, well, thieving you out of something you've earned because you're not using it is the right thing to do. This is how twisted these thoughts are getting. This is how insane it's getting. Okay, so now I want to turn to um, nihilism, and I want to talk about atheism. This is Charlie Kirk, uh, and, and here's a student from Fullerton. I actually went to Fullerton. Here's a here's a student from Fullerton, California, saying I have all these liberal roommates, and um, they are nihilists, and and I want you know solve this problem for me. And so uh, and so she's just saying, look, help. Here you go. Here here he is. And, and he brings up something that I don't hear a lot of people talking about when talking to an atheist. Here you go.
15: A sorority house with a lot of girls who are super liberal, and one of them in particular is very, uh, has a nihilistic worldview, atheist, super liberal. And how do I go about that? Like, trying to help her or combat that without um, still having to live with her as a roommate.
24: And this really kind of drives them nuts. I wouldn't recommend using this, by the way, is that without God, there would be no atheists. Like, that it really drives them out of control. Um, and I, I mean, whatever. Without so the God, is, is, there's no atheists. Um, when you're trying to talk to a nihilistic person, I think that, and there's a lot of different ways to go about it, but there's one thing they can't answer. You ready for it? Here's the cheat code. The social Darwinists that believe that in Darwinism, there's one thing that always gets them confused, it's music. What is music? Now they will say that music came from songbirds, like no, 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 that's noise. What is music? Why do certain pieces of music make you cry? Why do certain pieces of music make you feel something that you just can't quite articulate? Why does some music sound better than others? Because we believe, those of us that believe in God, that music is something that is extra spiritual. It's actually a connection to a higher power. That's why the longest book in the Bible is literally songs, psalms. The last, the last chapter of the book of Psalms is about using trumpets and using instruments to glorify God. They can't explain music. They also can't explain beauty. Ask them, is there anything in this world that is beautiful? Go drive to Malibu and say, let's look at the sunset. Is that beautiful? Yes. Why? Why is it that when human beings see an open ocean, they all—we we all agree there's something good about this. It's because we all have hardwired in us a yearning to desire the good and reject the bad. A a size in our heart that only God can fill. Even the nihilists will admit this when they're confronted with it. And they don't have an answer for it. And so my advice to you, maybe you'll play Mozart, maybe something like that, and you listen to that music and all of us will agree there's something so sweet and harmonious about this. And those of us that believe in the Bible, we can explain it, right? We know what that is. Because we use music as a way to glorify God. That is why all of the great conductors and all of the great um, orchestra, all the great individuals of Mozart and Bach and all of them, they all said on the top of their music, glory be to God. Always. Because what they were doing to try to glorify God. Always. So that's, I could go a lot deeper into that. But my advice to you is don't look at her as, how am I going to live with her? Instead, say, how am I going to live forever with her? How do I bring her to heaven? That's my advice to you with her, okay?
1: It's good, isn't it? Uh, beauty and uh, music, two things that have no explanation. Um, unless, unless that belief in, in, in God kicks in and you can, um, you can say why, you, why, why those two things uh, exist the way they do. Isn't that interesting? Fascinating, huh? Trying to bring you the very best clips and answers to, to all of these things. That's why I'm bringing you. I'm bringing you Stossel, Prager. I'm bringing you Charlie Kirk, Danish. I mean, there's all kinds of people I could I could tap into for a lot of these, but I just really resonated with with several of these. I thought they were really good. Um, Okay, and on the heels of that, let me play this. This is a uh, this is a minute thirty. Uh, this is a clip from Dinesh uh, D'Souza from a movie called Trump Card, um, and uh, with a 2020 uh, release here, and then also this is him interviewing um, uh, the uh, I, uh, I'm sorry, the iman uh, the iman uh, Mohammed Tahiti. Okay, and he's asked, he's asking the question: Why does the progressive left align with the the radical Islam? I don't like to paint with a broad brush, um, but I will say there are there is a faction of uh, progressive leftism that does align with the radical Islam. Here you go.
14: So here's a paradox. In America, we have a political left. It's a progressive left. As you know, it's sexually permissive. And this political movement appears strangely allied with radical Islam. Can you explain this? When I was an extremist,
9: Islamist, fundamentalist, I would only vote left. Why is that? I saw them as very stupid. I would fear the conservatives because they come with principle. That's not someone they can brainwash. But the left, I know they have no values and no principles to begin with. I dare you to find one Islamic extremist that votes for Donald Trump. Never do it. They would give their vote to the leftist who wants to or run around in in uh, pride parades and Islamic extremists are against gays and homosexuals and, and transgenders, but they want the left to go and get busy with that. they want them go go, go speak about the climate go 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 speak about uh, abortion, go go kill yourselves, go go do that And Allah she 's fighting for abortion rights and all the other my body my choice yes, go do that, go do that, but would she have an abortion? never, never. Would she kill a Muslim
14: in her stomach? Never. What is the fundamentalist and jihadi agenda for America? The future of America has to be Muslim.
1: Mm, interesting, isn't it? Um, coming from uh, an iman that that is expressing his view. I thought that I thought that was very interesting, telling um, to say the least. And. You know I was having a uh, conversation um, with with a mother of a, of a kid that had just come out of the closet and um and I was expressing. Well, we were kind of ex- exchange. This has been a friend for a long time. And and, and it was um, a conversation where the mother ended up jumping in politically um, because she wanted to show her son how much she loved him. And so she just started jumping into the political ring and going after the, the newfound discrimination rights and all of these different things. And I remember uh, with this conversation, I said, I understand that you love your kid as I would too. It doesn't matter if my kid was gay or not. I would love them. Bottom line, it doesn't matter to me. I love them fiercely no matter what happens to them. Okay? Because they're your kid. I said, where I have an issue is is in order to show the love, to show love, you think you have to then jump in politically and join the political um, groups that um, that that honestly I don't think they really understand what they're doing but it's in it's it's done with the uh, with the desire to show love but you're asking for something that hurts all of our rights right because discrimination rights hurt everybody's rights because you're now identifying a superclass and taking rights from somebody else. That's not equality of rights. And so, you know, there are distinct issues and problems when you get in and jump into the political ring. You do not have to show your kid how much you love them by fighting for something that will eventually hurt them anyway. As an American, as a human being, you can just love them. And I do, I believe in that kind of love, that parental love, no matter what decision your kid makes, right? I'm sure we're all on board with that. No matter what, you love them. you support them. you, You help them, right? But you also stay true to your principles at the same time. And when people jump into the political ring, they seem to lose their principles along the way. The principles they had in their Christian values, they seem to lose that. You don't need to lose it. Be right
13: back. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time.
9: It's a, an awesome product. I've got my uncle on it, my mom on it. I've got four or five of my best friends from high school on it. They all have their own little story to tell about this product. So kudos, it's just an amazing product.
3: I'm a food delivery driver. I drive semis and I unload up to 1,000 cases of food by hand every day. And what this, this is for me. It has been my attention span, my energy, and my focus. I can just feel it in my body.
13: At Balance of Nature, customer success is our success. Let's hear from some of our employees.
8: I love the fact that I can come to my job every day and help our customers achieve the health goals that they want to attain. Every time I hear a success story, it brings a smile to my face and automatically improves my mood. Customer success is our success. And that just makes me very happy when I hear that they are succeeding on their health goals.
13: Come and grow with us. Apply today by going to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers.
7: Hey, this is Steve with Garage Doors Only. Did you know that each year over 10,000 people are hurt or injured attempting to repair their own garage door? At Garage Doors Only, our team of professionals can safely repair or replace your garage door or motor. Our business is family owned and operated, and we service all of southern Utah and the Mesquite area. Don't be a statistic. Call the professionals at Garage Doors Only, 435 868 1200.
11: My kitchen, my gorgeous kitchen with the sunlight pouring in. I love my kitchen.
12: That kitchen is a Visionary Homes kitchen.
11: And I get so many compliments on it. We love your kitchen. It's light. It's beautiful. The choices I made and that they helped me make made the difference.
12: The Visionary Homes State of the Art Design Studio in St. George gives life to your dreams. If you can see it, they can build it.
11: They were so helpful no matter who we talked to, it was perfect.
12: Visionary Homes specializes in quality with over 20 designs from which to choose. Townhomes and condos to ramblers and two-story. And the Visionary team is dedicated to weekly construction updates and on-time completion.
11: And if you have a comfortable relationship with that builder and his team, you're going to get what you want. Visionary Homes was that and so much more.
12: Building your home with you in mind. This is Visionary Homes. Visit the Design Center on Silicon Drive in St. George or explore the possibilities at visionaryhomes.com. Visionary Homes, built for living, built for you.
6: Are you tired of paying too much for your ink and toner? Have you decided to purchase ink online for a better deal only to find that you've received an inferior product? St. George Ink & Toner is the local trusted authority for your printing needs. St. George Ink & Toner is less expensive than the big box stores and higher quality than anything you can find online. All products have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Come see why everyone is buying from St. George Ink & Toner at their new location, 237 North Bluff Street.
10: At TDS, we're here to make sure you stay connected to everything that makes your business thrive. Run your business faster
8: online with our high-speed internet up to one gig. Never miss an opportunity with our robust phone systems. And keep your clients entertained with exceptional TV programs. At TDS, we're committed to providing the best services for your business because helping your business is our business. Visit hellotds.com slash business to learn more. Internet speeds are up to and not guaranteed. Not available in all areas. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We all want savings, right? Who likes paying interest? got great news for you during our Memorial Day sales event. Save big on every room and skip the interest for up to 60 months OAC. That's five years without a penny of interest. Come into the number one name in furniture and save up to 30% store wide. Get a giant selection of outdoor and patio furniture and find yourself relaxing outside this Memorial Day. Come get a great deal on sectionals. With an incredible selection of styles and colors, you'll save hundreds at the Ashley Home Store. Plus sofas starting at 2 dollars Come into the Ashley Sleep Center and choose from the best brands like simmons beauty rest ashley sleep and tempur-pedia this memorial day save money and skip the interest yeah! the ashley home store as always locally owned and operated on Redcliff drive next to the stadium tan See store for complete details all financing oac love this
25: ashley
5: home store. hi i'm dr plum from Plum dental you know one of the convenient things about wearing a mask is it hides missing or broken teeth or other dental issues that you might be struggling with Now that restrictions and mandates are being eased, we can help you take off the mask and proudly show off your smile. Our well-trained team and modern facility can meet any need and ensure that your treatment is comfortable and effective. It's why we've been voted best in Southern Utah. Visit plumdental.com to learn more about our new patient and seasonal specials and schedule your visit today.
1: The show today is pre-recorded. The show today is pre-recorded.
5: For now, call 888-673-1450.
8: This is the Kate Daly show.
1: Hi there. Happy Friday to you. Um, I, Joel Skousen was not able to uh, to fly in, actually. <laughs> and uh, just a host of things going on this morning. was such a funny morning. But uh, um, let me just tell you, um, uh, this show, I'm, I'm hoping you're enjoying this because I'm trying to pull some of the best responses to these liberal arguments as we're hearing them tenfold right now in the election year, of course. Election years are always insane. Insane for talk radio, too, uh, as you can imagine. But also, at the same time, you're going to have people over for the holidays you're going to be discussing the masks and all the crazy nonsensical crap fest that everybody's trying to, to 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 convince everybody of on on covid uh it's all lies and and so not all lies it's a real thing it's just the response is is a lie and so here we are with all of this going on and i thought that i would try to be helpful in in the solutions based arena to help you understand to help well, not you understand because i know you do but to help you understand oh, see i keep saying it to help all of us grasp what how to counteract these discussions what you can say and so the last hour oh, my gosh, you got to get the conversation between two black people discussing white privilege because one just annihilates the whole white privilege discussion um, when the other uh, black individual tries to um, pony up all these excuses as to why white privilege exists. So make sure you get it on podcast. But this is just, it's so important that we talk about these things. I just kind of brought up at that last couple of minutes going into the last segment, the um, LGBT. You can still maintain your principles and your beliefs without having to kowtow to the LGBT community. You don't have to jump on board politically and go into overdrive to show your kid how much you love them. You love them by maintaining your principles and who you are. So, you know, I had a friend whose kid came out and, and she just was kind of jumping ship on principles. It's like, wh- why would you do that? I got to show, I, sh- I have to show him how, uh, how much I love him. well, you can do that without having to do that. I mean, why would you out be going out and fighting for all these insane things that the LGBT political class wants to go after? Why would you do that? They want things that are detrimental to all of our rights. It hurts all of us to have super classes of people who get rights. Everybody has the same rights in a courtroom. They don't ask you who you're sleeping with in a courtroom. Okay, so... You know, that's that's the only equality we have. But yet we're kind of conned into this is love and this is kindness. It's not love and kindness to forego your principles. It just isn't. Show your kids who you really are and that you're there to stand by what you know to be true. And you can still love them anyway. And I, I would love my kids no matter what happened or what they did. I'll take a quick call because I have critical race to get to, too. I want to talk about that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, you know, you're just talking about
22: parents and LGB, yeah. whatever it is right. this week. Right. I have a son going through the same thing right now. Yep. He has a daughter who mm-hmm. called him one day and said, will you please fly a gay pride um, flag outside your home? And he said, no. <laughs> and right. her response was, and, and it's the lie that the, that this mm-hmm. people have sold to us. Mm-hmm. Well, that means you don't love me.
1: Right. You All know? tied to love. Mm-hmm. It
22: means, it, it's such a lie. It, yeah, it is. It's such a lie. And these kids. Have embraced the lie. It is not a lie when your parents have certain standards. Yep. They still love you. Yep. They wrap their arms around you. It, you're always welcome. Yeah. You will live here if you need to. I mean, all of those things still apply. Right. Right. I, I totally it, agree with it, that. Thank you. And when, and when this daughter, she's a grown adult, mm-hmm. you know, sends sure. a text that's kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, well, you know, yeah. she'll so get over it or she won't. Right. But either way, I'm really happy that my son has a backbone Mm -hmm. and explain to her with love and kindness what the deal is for him.
1: Thank you. I love it. Really appreciate that. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I love that response. You know, I did a show a long time ago where I talked about the two first commandments. (laughs) As a Christian, you know these, right? Love God, love your neighbor. And there's a reason love God is first, because that puts your principles in the right order. You love God first, then you love everybody else. The political class of the LGBT community wants you to just go into this. I love everybody first. God's somewhere down on the list somewhere. You can just grapple with that later. That's not how it's supposed to work. So... um There's that. (laughs) Okay, Um, let me finish this off with critical race theory. For those who don't know what this is, um, this is, well, actually, I'll have Charlie Kirk Kirk describe this to you. He actually does a really insightful job on this. And and I thought this was really important history lesson as well for you. So here you go. He's talking about Angela Davis and he's talking about why it's such a lie. Here you go. Here's Charlie Kirk.
9: Critical race theory has decimated the law schools of this nation. you right. And now we're in a position, uh, I don't know what can be done with the law schools, but if this room were filled with woke students, what would be the secret to their hearts?
24: You're smart. Um, so, I like you. Um, he, he never says that about me. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, let me just walk through the question, because I'm sure a lot of you are kind of like, what did you just say? And that's okay. So there's a theory of analyzing the world called critical theory. It was started by a teacher from the Frankfurt School. The Frankfurt School would be, it was an adjunct of Frankfurt University in Germany. This was during Nazi Germany. They were not pro-Nazi Germany. They were in opposition of it, but they were Marxists. They started the Frankfurt School. They ended up becoming expatriates to our country. There's many of them as part of that kind of whole contingent. The most famous and most influential was one by the name of Herbert Marcuse. He started critical theory. Critical theory is nothing more than Marxist ideology, which is usually in economic terms, bourgeoisie versus the proletariat, That's what Marx argued, is that everything would be the working man versus the profiteering business person. Marcuse didn't believe that. He said that really we're nothing more than tribal groups. It's really skin color that matters. So you can have critical theory in law, you can have critical theory in science, all that sort of stuff. But he really came down, and the most popular was critical race theory. Before I go any further, every one of your young people is learning this, by the way. If they're in public school, if they're on social media, and most of your Christian Christian curriculum has this, whether you realize it or not. So critical race theory, started in the 1960s, found a partner by the name of Angela Davis. (laughs) Angela Davis has done more for the destruction of civil society than any person that I can think of in academia, She's a devout communist. She calls herself a communist. She's a member of the Communist Party. Angela Davis and Herbert Marcuse did many events across the country. So what is critical race theory? It's very simple. I'll break it into five or six attributes. Number one, melanin is your master, meaning your skin color matters. Now, mind you, this is not an Enlightenment idea. What built Western society was the Bible, believing that neither slave nor free, Greek or Jew, we are all free in the blood of Jesus Christ, written by Paul in Philippians. This idea, we stewed over it, articulated by Augustine, enhanced by Aquinas eventually spread thanks to the protestant reformation of calvin there is this idea that every life matters by the way that's not we take this so for granted you realize most of human history has not had what we call common sense seriously So this idea that every life matters and we shouldn't judge people on the color of your skin. Martin Luther King rightfully built an entire movement trying to say, I don't care about what, the color of your skin, instead about your content of your character. We used to teach our kids this. Now we're doing the opposite. First thing is melanin is your master. Number two is that racism is everywhere. This is the second thing they teach in critical race theory. What does that mean, that there is no institution, no conversation, no company, where racism does not exist. The argument of critical race theory is that if you live in the West, it has been built for white supremacists, by white supremacists, and can only be challenged if you blow up the entire thing. Number three, they believe that dialogue is evil. They believe that if you have a discussion with somebody you disagree with, you're only validating the incumbent power structure they do not believe in dialectic they do not believe in what christ brought to the world which is conversations that need to have need to happen christ was the greatest communicator he was unafraid to do it we call him logos for a reason you need that kind of dialectic so that you can have civil society they don't believe in it just read their literature the fourth thing when it comes to critical race theory is that it's totalitarian in nature it is not just what you do it's what you don't do white silence is violence you hear that recently It's not that you're doing something, it's that the fact you exist, it's a problem. If you don't post the black square, you're a bad person. It's not that if you post the opposite square, you're a bad person. It's if you don't do what they tell you to do, they're going to come after you. The fifth thing is this, is they believe science, math, reason, and empiricism, which was given to us thanks to the Enlightenment, are all instruments of white supremacy. They think that Newtonian physics, force equals mass times acceleration, object at rest will stay at rest. The second law of thermodynamics, inevitable decay, all those things are just excuses to keep white people in power. If you think this is insane, you're right. (laughs) But every single law school in the country teaches this now, with the exception of a couple. Every seminary teaches this. The Southern Baptist Convention has endorsed critical race theory here's how I can sum it all together critical race theory is so unbelievably dangerous it'll disintegrate this country without us ever realizing it there's only two ways to govern people and this is the easiest way you can explain it to a critical race theorist you can govern people by talking, speaking and convincing that's the Aristotelian method Christ did it better than anyone else or you can govern people by force that's it You can organize every single government in the history of the planet in one of two buckets. Now, there's more nuance once you get into it. Stalin, force. Mao, force. Mussolini, force. Pol Pot, force. America, speaking and convincing. But what if you think dialogue's not important? You can go in that second bucket quickly.
1: Wow. Very good, right? Um, I wanted to do that because I thought that we don't talk enough about that. And um, shooting some holes into that, I thought that was probably uh, pretty appropriate right now. And then I'm going to end this with how do we make a better society? A little bit of Prager again, just to reinforce what we were just talking about. And this goes along with so many of the issues I presented today. The left-right paradigm. Why do we believe foundationally different things? Here you go.
3: Individual. By each person doing battle. With his or her, own. okay. Sorry, let me back that up. between the go. right and the left. Concerns the way each seeks to improve society. Conservatives believe that the way to a better society is almost always through the moral improvement of the individual. The individual, By very each important. person doing battle with his or her own weaknesses and flaws. It is true that in violent and evil societies, such as fascist, communist, or Islamist tyrannies, the individual must be preoccupied with battling outside forces. Almost everywhere else, though, certainly in a free and decent country such as America, the greatest battle of the individual must be with inner forces. That is, with his or her moral failings. The left, on the other hand, believes that the way to a better society is almost always through doing battle with society's moral failings. Thus, in America, the left concentrates its efforts on combating sexism, racism, intolerance, xenophobia, homophobia, Islamophobia, and the many other evils that the left believes permeate American society.
1: Believes permeates American society. They will take a certain instance and turn it into a universal problem that they will combat instead of just working on self. It's a huge problem. Here you go.
3: One important consequence of this left-right distinction is that those on the left are far more preoccupied with politics than those on the right. Since the left is so much more interested in fixing society than in fixing the individual, politics inevitably becomes the vehicle for societal improvement. Yes. That's why whenever the term activist is used, we almost always assume that the term refers to someone on the left.
1: So true. And because the right, if you, if you think, well, you can, you can have enough people that will solve their own problems and weaknesses individually, that was what makes up a society. And the left is always going to push for quickly identifying societal issues they think society has and then quickly resolving them with more government. So this is why climate change is why you're going to die every 10 years. It's not 20. It's not 30. It's not 40. It's every 10 because you have to hurry up and do it right before we all die. So this is why and it's such a great reminder of why foundationally we think so differently um, and, and why we are the way we are the right tends to work on the individual self and and actually sees and, and tries to look in the mirror i thank you for uh quinn uh hat tip to you looks in the mirror for for what it needs to solve where the left likes to get its binoculars out bypass the mirror get the binoculars out so they can find something in society to go solve tell everybody how to do it how to do it the right way and how to do it quickly and so quickly that your head will spin that's the problem i hope you enjoyed today's show get it on podcast share it this is this needs to be shared both hours make sure you get both hours be faithful be fearless tomorrow uh, there's a group that's doing a pancake breakfast at cox park if you're local go to it they're going to be discussing liberty and it's uh, a
27: nice group that's going to show up there and do that anyway ninety.
15: can you
7: imagine not being
15: stressed